This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And today is Thursday, September 24th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Protesters gathered in Philadelphia and demonstrated peacefully on Wednesday night following the Kentucky grand jury ruling in the Breonna Taylor case. Earlier in the afternoon, officials announced that Louisville officer Brett Hankinson was charged with three counts of wanton endangerment in connection to the police raid on the night of March 13th that claimed the life of Taylor. A grand jury brought no charges for killing Taylor, who was shot multiple times by police who burst into her home during a drug raid gone wrong. While there were no drugs at Taylor's apartment, her boyfriend shot and wounded a police officer. State Attorney General Daniel Cameron said the officers shot and killed Taylor were fired. Uh, they fired in self-defense. In Philadelphia, protesters took to the uh, took their message to the center city streets after the grand jury ruling. Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney urged residents to remain peaceful. Soon after the ruling in the case, protesters in Louisville also took to the streets. Authorities said two officers were shot and wounded Wednesday night during the demonstrations. A suspect is in custody. One officer is undergoing surgery and both are expected to recover. Protests erupted in New York, Chicago, Washington, D.C. and Atlanta as well. A teenager with special needs was at a target, uh, was the target of an attack inside a Bucks County Walmart this past weekend, police said. It happened around noon Saturday at the Walmart on Northwest End Boulevard in Quakertown. Richland Township Police released surveillance video from the store on Tuesday. The video shows the suspect walking into the store with a woman who was pushing a child in a cart. The suspect walks past and punches the 16-year-old victim in the face for no reason at all. Kids just standing there. Yeah, yeah, it's It's horrible footage. He's not even looking up. Like, he's looking towards the ground like I, I don't even know if he saw the guy yeah. police said the suspect then immediately left the store and fled in a white suv authorities released a photo of the man leaving the store anyone with information is asked to contact police take a look at the the picture too because it's um it, it's clear enough like if you know the guy you know you'll probably recognize him in-person learning at washington township high school in gloucester county new jersey has been delayed again students were to begin reporting to school on thursday but on wednesday school officials said several students and one staff member tested positive for COVID-19. Over the weekend, the district says several students attended a party without wearing masks or practicing social distancing, which caused the first delay. On Wednesday, Superintendent Joseph Boldendorf said in a letter to parents that reads in part, within the past 24 hours, the district has been made aware of positive COVID-19 cases involving one staff member and several students in the high school. Our nurses, along with the Gloucester County Department of Health, are in the midst of a large-scale contact tracing effort to help determine the root of infection and to identify the and quarantine close contacts who may have been exposed. This takes time and cannot be completed in advance of the school opening tomorrow. In sports this morning. Bryce Harper hit a pair of home runs to help the Phils keep their playoff hopes alive and eliminate his former club, the Washington Nationals, from playoff contention a year after they won the World Series. With Harper leading the way and home runs from Andrew McCutcheon, D.D. Gregorius, and Andrew Knapp, the Phils beat the Nationals 12-3 last night. The Phils are 28-29 and 29 and in third in the National League East. Tomorrow night, they open up a three-game series to end the season in Tampa Bay against the Rays. 
<laughs> Eagles rookie wide receiver Jalen Rieger will miss a few weeks with a UC- Rager. Rager with a UCL tear uh, in his thumb. He's expected to undergo surgery and will be placed on the injured reserves. He was injured in the first half of Sunday's loss to the Los Angeles Rams, but stayed in the game and finished with four catches and 41 yards. In the NBA playoffs, the Miami Heat beat the Boston Celtics 112-109. to 20-year-old Tyler Harrow scored 37 points last night uh, to lead the Heat to a game away from the NBA Finals. Jimmy Butler added 24 points to help the team take a 3-1 lead in the series. They can close it out in Game 5 tomorrow night. And former Chicago Bears star Gail Sayers considered one of the greatest running backs in the history of the NFL despite a career cut short by knee injuries has died at the age of 77 after living with dementia. Known as the uh, the Kansas Comet, Sayers was voted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1977 despite playing just seven seasons all with the Bears. At the age of 34, he was the youngest player ever inducted. And that's what I have for you this morning. Oh man, I didn't know he had dementia. That's sad. Yeah. It's terrible that he passed but that, you know, last few years was probably, yeah, exactly. Um, All right, it's uh, 17 minutes after 6 clock we welcome you to the Preston and Steve show and I and I thank you for this greeting uh, uh, mystery texture it says good morning Presbo Steve Hamas Chickadee Jimmy Hollywood and mm-hmm. Mocha McNutta Chickadee thank you Chickadee <laughs> Jimmy Hollywood uh, yeah. <laughs> I love it uh, so one of the things I want to highlight that's taking place today is finally we get to give away a thousand dollars that we've been teasing you've earned it yes <laughs> I've had to explain and re-explain how we're doing this, and now I'm done with that and can just ask the question. So at some point this morning... It's easier to explain a NASA launch than it is... At some point this morning, we will uh, we'll ask you to call in with the answer to three questions about the show. I can see your voice, which is on Fox 29. You know what? I think... Um, let's do this. Let's do this around the bizarre file times. Does that sound okay to you yeah. guys? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so between around 8-ish, okay? You know us. We're not going to give you a hard and fast right. time. We don't do that. So it's going to be around that time we'll have your chance to win. So if you did indeed pay attention and you have those questions and you watched the show last night, stick with us because uh, we'll have your chance to win that grand, which is a pretty sweet deal. So uh, that is happening, and, um, yeah, we're just going to have a good time today. Uh, maybe some stuff to give away if you're good, okay? We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. The Entertainment Report awaits as well as a stupid question with a prize. We'll be back in a moment. Stay there. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Nobody likes a delay of game. And while there's been some uncertainty about this football season, Acme is happy to announce it's game on. So no matter what your game day's like, they've got everything you need to cheer the Eagles on. From snacks and party trays to beverages and fan gear, make it a season to remember. Acme, official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, so I promised you a stupid question. I have it. And we're going to give away for the prize a family four-pack of tickets to Adventure Aquarium. The question I have for you is, what are the colors obtained by mixing equal amounts of two primary colors called? Mm -hmm. So you know what a primary color is. When you mix two equal amounts of those together, what type of color is that called? Two pud. Two one. It's not a pud. Two one five, two six three. W M M R. Call now. Let's see if you know the answer. And I will mention some birthdays today. While we're waiting for your answer, today is Thursday, September twenty fourth. 
Nia Vardalos, uh, the creator of uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. I like her. Very talented. Mm-hmm. The second movie was not uh, all that good. It was terrible. Yeah. I hated oh, it. Oh, really? I was so looking forward to it. All, and from, from the get-go, I'm like, oh, no. All the things that no. made the first one so sweet I know. were immediately eliminated because yeah. she it kind of turned out the way she wanted it at the end of the first. Yeah, but it was, you know, I, I, I like the characters. I like the actors, but it just the story just wasn't there. Uh, she's 58 years old today. She's nice, too. We've had her on the show before. It's Mean Joe Green's birthday oh. today. Yeah, Hall of Famer. And uh, Mean Joe Green was uh, the guy in the classic, uh, that Coca-Cola Yo, kid, he's my jockstrap. Yeah, yeah. Put <laughs> this on your face. <laughs> it's completely sopping wet with junk sweat. It was a... It was a re- I remember because I was a little kid. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was like the age of that kid when that commercial came out. And it was... It hit right in the heart. It was it was perfect. If it, somebody you idolized as a as a sports hero oh. did that to you through his jersey, yeah, dude, yeah. his sweat ridden, yeah. stanky ass jersey, I wiped my ass with this. I don't need it anymore. <laughs> but he threw his jersey. I wiped to him. it hard too. I think it's one of the greatest TV commercials ever made. I think it's always in the top five. The one they yeah. always refer to as the most impactful was the Apple commercial, but that Mean Joe Green commercial, it's for Pepsi, right? Um, or for I Scotch. I thought it was Coke. I, I thought may it was be Coke. It could That's be how Pepsi, effective yeah. that commercial was. Right. It's, for, it's for cola. <laughs> it's Coca-Cola. <laughs> it is. Okay. It's from the 1970s, so yeah. we only got so much of a memory. But uh, Here's my have some absinthe. Mean Joe Green is 74 today. Lou Dobbs, a former CNN anchor, is 74 years old. Uh, Jerry Marsden, who is the singer and guitarist for Jerry and the Pacemakers. Wow. What do they sing? I know Ferry I know that Cross, band. Ferry Cross the Mersey was their big so hit. Ferry mm-hmm. Cross the Mersey. You don't remember, Casey? No. Right. Jerry and the... All right. So, uh, well, we have it. Let me... They also had a medical degree. Oh, he did? Yeah, he invented the pacemaker. Oh, I did not know. No, he did not. <laughs> uh, so, Casey, it was around the time. They were they were in that... Uh, Mersey Beat. That, the Mersey Beat, which is around Liverpool. There was a big music explosion, as you can imagine, with the Beatles. Okay. And I this is a great song. It is a great song. Yeah. Day after day. Uh, but they were contemporaries of the Beatles. They okay. didn't obviously have the success then. Nah, this song does not ring a bell at all. I'll, I'll let, wait it, to get, to I'll let it get to okay. the, uh, the chorus. Cause... So fairy, cross the Mersey, cross this land, lose the place I love, and here I'll stay. I don't hate it. I just don't know it. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's a beautiful song. Uh, so he is 78 years old today, Jerry uh, Marsden. He needs a pacemaker. Jerry and the Pacemakers. <laughs> Uh, Ben Platt. Ooh, I love him. I know you do. <laughs> and I knew you would love that it's his birthday today. The Pitch Perfect movies and also Broadway's Dear Evan Hansen. Dear Evan Hansen was a, and still is. I mean, it's it's on the, the playlist in my house all you the adore time. You kids still crazy for it? Yeah, it's wild. So we went and saw it, and, and it, he wasn't the he wasn't the um, Evan Hansen right. when, when we went and saw it. Was it. Gary it, was, it was Gary Busey. It was Gary Busey. But it's it was still good. Dear Gary Busey. Uh, I, I got to see him uh, in person. He was uh, he was one of the leads in um, Book oh, of Mormon man. Yes. in New York. When original I cast, right? I don't know if he was original. Because uh, by the time no, we Josh saw Gad it, oh, was right. original. Yeah, right. so he was, but he was playing the Josh Gad role. Okay, yep. okay. Um, and uh, he was great. Yeah, he was excellent, talented. Yep, he turns uh, twenty seven oh. years old today. I'm sorry. Yep. It's a beautiful sunrise, and it just I, caught me by uh, surprise. And uh, dear God, I made a noise. 
Is it that nice? It's that nice. Do I need to get up and leave for yes, where I am? Yes, it's pretty. Yeah, enjoy it. What is this? Time oh. I touch Listen to the music while I go look at the sunrise. It's that time of the morning where Preston goes to take a look at the sunrise. His heart swells with the passion of the day and the promise of what is to be. He now returns to his seat. It's nice. It's oh, my God. You're so hard to please. It's not get up and walk across the room in the middle of a break, gorgeous, but, you know. Do you think Nick's judgment has been thrown off because he's not wearing a hat? <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's my new Jimmy Hollywood look. I knew something was different here. It's all that hair. Nick's not wearing his hat today. Yeah. Okay. All right. anyway, no, it's pretty. It's very pretty. Like your hair. Uh, <laughs> That's a dismissive. Yeah, Go play with your sunset. Uh, let's see. The sunrise, Dick. Sean Clown Crahan of Slipknot uh, is 51 years old today. He's a great drummer. Is that his baptized name? It is. It is. Clown. Clown. Dub the Clown. Uh, and then the last birthday, a buddy of ours. It's Robert Irvine's birthday oh, today. We just talked to him. Had him on last week. That's right. He's got a, a whole new cookware set on uh, QVC. At any given time, he has 250,000 things for sale. It's unbelievable how much, how many balls he's juggling at any given time. uh, Including his own balls. Well, I would imagine. The one he's had, too. Uh, But anyhow, uh, he's 55. And so much of what he sells, actually, a percentage of it goes to veterans groups and military stuff. Yeah, first responders. Yes. He's all about. All right, let's see if somebody has the answer to this question. What are the colors obtained? By mixing equal amounts of two primary colors called 215-263-WMMR. To Mark, we go. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Mark, what do you call it when you mix the two equal amounts of uh, primary colors? Secondary colors. Secondary colors. Hold on a moment, Mark. We're going to get your information, and we are going to give you family four-pack of tickets to... Adventure Aquarium, open daily. Reservations are required. You can visit AdventureAquarium.com for more information. So, yes, secondary colors. You guys ever use the, the color wheel thing to... Yeah. yeah. I, I don't get it. I you know <laughs> I, I So, I do lighting in these drum videos that I do and have colored lights, and you're supposed to use opposite colors on the color wheel. Wait, and sometimes I don't like that. <laughs> They're supposed to go well together. Yeah, for yeah, some right. Reason. It's okay, like giving so you a suggestion. I think you, you go with the lighting that you like. Yeah, right? it's I, just that's go what by I'm what finding. I, I find that a lot of times. So I, I have the ring light, and I have some some lights, you know, set up at home. And if I'm doing a little video stuff as well, Preston, and everything they suggest always to my eye seems too austere. Yeah. Well, I need to see this color wheel because I don't know what is what's it's like op- a baby wheel <laughs> is. Because we're I'm looking at something is is blue. That's not that's not the color wheel. All right, no. so blue's not the opposite of red. I you would have to look on the color wheel. Okay, I I, I don't. The color know. wheel knows all. Yeah, yes. the color wheels, the great <laughs> color wheel. Uh, all right. Anyway, I, I got some entertainment stories. Yeah, Santa's got to go. Let me get to this. The pandemic continues to have impact on Hollywood as the box office struggles and movie studios seem hesitant to release much of anything. Disney is postponing several tent poles, including. Marvel's Black Widow. They mentioned uh, that yesterday. I know we were. Pretty I'm very sad to hear this. Been waiting on this movie for a long time, but at least they're going to release it. Also, uh, Steven Spielberg's West Side Story and Kenneth Branagh's Death on the Nile. They're postponing these by several months. So it's got to be financially driven, right? Like they got to think that they're going to make oh, yes. more money by waiting until 2021. Yep. And they're, yeah. right, and they're right. I mean, at, at a certain point, just get past. I think we have some months to get past, and as as things remain fluid, if you stop and think about how sensibilities have changed just in a couple of weeks and how people are going, but to get into a theater, 
you know, it's going to be it's going to be a process. So yeah. they might as well wait until they believe that it's up to an because these movies cost a lot of money. Oh, yeah, yeah. they can't yeah. afford right. it. Right, these they, are blockbusters, yeah, they and they want to recoup their costs. They yep. can't give it away on Disney+. Plus. No. They probably saw what Tenet did and, and is doing, and they're like, you know what, we can't take this chance either. Tenet did well enough to encourage some studios to release some stuff. However... No, not this movie. This is, we're you know, this is like a movie, this is like the first... Marvel movie after Endgame, you know, not including Spider-Man, but, you know, so this is right. a huge, huge But you movie also have, them. now, have they bumped, did they bump, did the official word come out for Wonder Woman? Because uh, Yeah, one, I think I think so. Wonder Woman was supposed to that. open up in October this uh, year. I believe they pushed that back to Christmas at least and maybe yeah. more. All right, so we'll see. So if, if one of them gets out, is released, and gets a good response, good enough to make it worth their while, they'll start considering it. But with movies, as you're right, Casey, on a Marvel level, mm-hmm. on that blockbuster level, yeah. they're going to really watch. Uh, Black Widow was set for November 6th, but as uh, as major markets on both coasts remain shuttered, it opted to move it to May 7th. Uh, West Side Story will come out on December 10th, and Death on the Nile Nile will bow on December 18th. What you what you will see are mid level and some pretty good stuffs come out um, direct to video, direct to home for the home market because that stuff, like the Bill and Ted's movie, mm-hmm. it did very well. How about Milan? How did that do well? Milan. I I don't know. I, it, they charged. It did about as good right? as Jackass. Jackass. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Did they charge? I don't know, Nick. No, I'm I think not it's. Sure. A, I think it's just straight up on Disney Plus. You okay. Can, you can, So hang on. Was was your theatrical release for Mulan? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. No, because when they released it, the movie theaters were still closed. Steve on Disney Plus because I have it. Yes. Um, they don't charge you for anything except for just no. The service, you're just paying right? for the service. Yeah. So it's just available right now. But and even though I kind of wanted to see it. I mean, it's been on there for weeks, and I still haven't watched it. The reviews it. were mixed. Okay. Uh, and, but um, listen, it's still Disney. Uh, one release that has been kept is Pixar's Soul. So that's staying where it is. By the way, did Michael do the music for that? He's the Pixar guy, Michael uh, I Chikino. So. I don't think so either. Uh, other Marvel releases, including Eternals, starring Angelina Jolie, Richard Madden, uh, uh, Gemma Chan and Kumal Nanjiani, will drop on November 5th of next year. Uh, Nanjiani endorsed the move on Twitter, writing, Nothing is more important uh, than health and lives. I can't tell people to go to the movie theater until I feel until I feel safe going to one. Uh, Seng Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings will drop July 9th of next year. Deep Water, uh, the thriller with Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas, we were talking about her yesterday, uh, yeah, yeah. has moved to November 13th of this year, or from November 13th of this year to August 13th of next year. Let me ask you guys, and uh, Nick, you asked me the other what? day. Um, Hold on a second. Okay, wait Stop. a second. Stop Mulan costs $30 on Disney+. Plus. Oh, well then, <laughs> screw that. Wait, really? Wait a second. I didn't realize yeah. they were charging an additional I charge on Mulan. Yeah, there are tons of texts that are coming across right now. 30 bucks. Nope. For Milan. Nope. Okay. I mean, yeah. Bill and Ted's only cost me 24 bucks, and I own it, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which... It'll be, uh, Milan will be free in December, but yeah, for now, you got to pay. Okay. okay. All right. We stand uh, corrected. What were you going to say? I, I was going to ask you guys a question about going to the movie theater. Um, yes. Are you uh, at all concerned about going to a movie theater? Yeah, I mean, considering the fact that they're only opening the house to 25%, does that, does it, Scary? Does it make you nervous? Not really. No. no. I mean, as long as the as the numbers are are staying low and the distance is being kept, I'm cool with it. Yeah, you know, I and, agree. And, and I'm and I'm being cautious as well. Uh, so yeah, you know, my usual experience, unless it's one of our screenings where we're doing a release, you know, we have the the tickets that we're giving away. Whenever I go to a movie to begin with, 
I'm going at an obscure time yes. where I may be one of ten people in the theater yeah. to begin with. That's yeah. when I like it, to go. It to. feels very comfortable to me. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time when I go to the movie, it's yeah. a pretty empty house. You'll do so. the eight thirty in the morning. I'll do that too. You know, the last movie I went to that wasn't one of our premieres. That was just a right. a packed house. Was uh, right when Gone Girl came out. Yeah, and my wife and I did date night, did movie night. Yeah. Uh, and it was packed. Uh, so I haven't been to a packed theater in a long time. So In fact, the last packed theater I was to was, was um, yeah. I think, was for Parabellum. Yeah. See, I want to go see Tenet. And, and I, go see I, it. I, I have to go see it sooner rather than later because I want to see it in a theater. I don't want my first experience with that movie to be at home. It's going to stay in the theater for a little while. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they're going to make sure that they choice. can ring out as much as they can. For yeah. You could do it after work one day. I mean, we get off early and yeah. chances are it's going to be... What? Lightly attended. Just let him go now. Can I go now? You want to go? <laughs> All right. All right. By the, I will be able to come back and give you a review before the show Absolutely. is over. How exciting! Hey, five months after announcing their split, Kristen Cavallari has opened up about her decision to divorce Jay Cutler. Uh, we know this is close That's to you, Steve. Good. It rips my soul <laughs> apart. Uh, the pair, for many years, appeared to be blissfully happy, especially on the show Very Cavallari. And just weeks before their announced split, they were posting happy pictures on social media. But she tells people in reality, they struggled for years. This presents the possibility <laughs> that reality television <laughs> isn't real. The 33-year-old says, I always thought it was interesting when people refer refer to us as couple goals. And I was like, if you guys only knew. (laughs) As their marriage hit a crisis point during the filming last season, she said, we definitely kept a lot of stuff private. Producers saw stuff, but they didn't put it in the show, which is good because I don't want my kids to ever see that. Well, they also specifically didn't want their kids featured at all in the series. So. She adds, the, the issues didn't happen overnight. We tried really, really hard for years and years. It was the hardest decision I've ever made. Uh, now, the pair, who share sons Camden, who is eight, Jackson six, and daughter Sailor, who is four, have settled into a solid co-parenting routine. This is a decision. I know, I said it like that. <laughs> uh, she said, I still care so much about him and talk to him almost every day. We have three kids together. He's going to be in my life forever. Um, the funny thing is, Preston, so you you know, so there are some couples that I know of. My, my wife and I don't have a, uh, we have some interest together, but there's a lot of stuff we have very different interests in. Uh, they had like virtually nothing. I mean, she was the ultimate. She is the ultimate out and about socializing, you know, openings, parties, that whole deal. And he's, you know, I'm going to go check on a donkey, you know, right, and, right. and uh, it just didn't seem to work. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so she thought that the uh, the cancellation of the show was was best for them. Right. It know. tore my heart apart. Uh, Kim Cattrall has been vocal about not wanting to return for a third Sex in the City film, saying that she just doesn't want to. She doesn't get along with the other cast members. And, and is anybody actually asking for that? <laughs> On Tuesday's Watch What Happens Live, Cynthia Nixon said she would love to replace Cattrall with Sharon Stone. That'd Ooh. be a good replacement. Don't How about Oliver so? Stone? I don't know about Oliver Stone. <laughs> just, just, I'm uh, actually, Sharon Stone would be a good choice. Uh, Kim Cattrall had that sort of. Cattrallish nature. Yeah. Uh, she said, I think uh, Sharon would be, of course, totally amazing. Kim was incredibly great as Samantha. I think Sharon would totally make it her own uh, as well. So she kind of floated that idea out there, which is interesting. Uh, were you ever, um, a f- did you ever watch the show? Never saw one episode. Yeah. Never saw even part of one episode. <laughs> it just wasn't on my radar. It didn't seem. 
it was like my thing. It was well done. I just I, it became such a thing that I almost um, recoiled from the thing it became. That it right. was the the big buzz show. Also, yep. the story's been told at this point. Like, yep. there, to me, there's no reason to revisit yeah. it. They did a good job. It's fine. It wrapped up, and then they did a second movie, which was terrible. The first movie was fine. Yeah, uh, but they don't need to do it again. Uh, let's see. Alec Baldwin appeared on the Ellen DeGeneres show and uh, told the embattled host to persevere through the controversy over her show. He said, before we talk about my kids, Ellen, I just want to say you are someone. I followed your career uh, from when you were doing stand-up and you were a solo performer. You're a little pig. I've watched the <laughs> films you've done, and I've watched your success on this show. And you are one of the funniest and most talented women, one of the most funny Aww. and talented people in all of show business. And we all have some patches of whitewater here, but you keep going. Don't you stop what you're doing. Keep on keeping on. Yeah, yeah. keep on trucking. Hang in there, baby. Uh, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston are used to hearing about how fans want them to get back together. And while they used to get stressed, the now friendly divorced pair just take it in stride, a source tells us. Do they uh, laugh it off? Uh, they told the publication, the truth is they have each other's backs. They constantly bounce ideas off each other and share happy news when oh, they have so they it. They bounce ideas. Uh, they have such a natural, easy energy together. How about glow in the dark volleyballs? They don't want to milk. <laughs> I love it. They don't want to milk this friendly. <laughs> I mean, that's a good idea. Yeah, Keep great. going with that. <laughs> they, they bounce ideas off each other. I love that idea. They don't want to milk this friendly ex's dynamic. They've got going on too much. They're both very mindful of that, the source Of course says. they are. They're mm-hmm. great people. Mm-hmm. We should all be like them. Uh, so Emma Stone and Dave McCary uh, are married, according to Page Six. Emma Stone and Dave McCary are married. I don't even know who Dave McCary is. I don't either. I know um, she was she was with Andrew uh, Garfield, Garfield yeah. for the longest time. Well, the Oscar winner and this guy were photographed with matching wedding rings, and a source says they did tie the knot after postponing their March wedding amid the pandemic. So they were already they were already going to get married. Dun, 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 dun. Every time I see her, <laughs> yeah. La La Land starts in my mind. Love that movie. Love yeah. it. I don't. Um, we're looking at a picture of this guy. I have no idea who he is. No. Nope. Huh. Never right. seen those gums before in my life. Uh, I can't see his gums in that picture. No. Oh, I can. Are like you saying he's got big gums? No, I'm not saying that person. Okay. <laughs> he's so, a uh, writer, a comedian, and a director, and uh, nothing on his Wikipedia page about his gums. Okay. <laughs> So you would think so. Has wonderful gums. <laughs> That's the cover of Orthodontist Monthly. <laughs> I just I love that term, by the way. Gums. <laughs> nice gums. Nice gams. Nice gams. You ever, they used to be the thing to get your gums massaged, right? <laughs> really? Right. Like you're the, you're, at the dentist. At the dentist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know the one. Right? My dentist. Like, yes. Two dentists ago, the the technician. She wouldn't necessarily massage your gums, but she would. She was feeling for. <laughs> For, I don't know if it was lumps or anything termites. like that. <laughs> Not no, termites. Casey, yeah, they, Remember that? They run your finger, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's checking to see if you have any, any cancerous or <laughs> anomalies. In, in your never body. had somebody do it before. Never had somebody do it after. Okay. Still to this day. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she just had a gum fetish. Yeah. I uh, want to touch your gums. <laughs> I really wish I didn't say the gums thing because I'm, I, I was actually... I can hear your gums. It's a new series on Fox. <laughs> I'm going to make you gum. <laughs> I can hear your gums. <laughs> Remember we did that gum all over Bill's face? Remember yeah, we yeah, did that? Yeah. Wait, why do you wish you wouldn't have said gums? Because I had a more pressing question, which is, where did the term tie the knot come from? 
So in, in your in your mind, do you see a list of things, and does one flash like Terminator? All the time. Press. He's got a way of Instead of saying go away, it becomes F-U-A-hole. Do I, Steve, with their echo, do I go with the gums or the tie? Yeah. Gums or tie the knot? So I'm going to go for it. Hey, how about gums? It's that classic <clears throat> where you see, like, all those mathematical equations going across, like, my, my face. Yeah, it's and my like going, in yeah. a beautiful mind. Yeah, yeah. Where he has all this. How do pelicans <laughs> made or where does cardboard come from? <laughs> cardboard? What does that come from? All right. The, the phrase tie the knot comes from a wedding tradition almost as old as time itself, the hand fasting ceremony, the ancient Celtics practice. You know, they would tie their hands together. Yeah. They would literally bind the couples together in matrimony by tying knots of cloth around their hands. I think they do that at the end of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yes. In fact, Stephen Singer used to sell string instead of diamonds. <laughs> yep. And uh, maybe we'll go back to that. So tie the knot. Tie the knot. Cool. All right. There you you learn stuff. Nick, find out what the origin of gums is, if you would, please. <laughs> okay. so we can, no, don't worry about it. The history it. of gums. Uh, cake boss Buddy Velastro is on the road to recovery after a bowling accident mm. at his family's New Jersey home on Sunday. Yes, he has a bowling alley in his house. It's yes. beautiful, too. Mm-hmm. I saw pictures of it. On Wednesday, he shared a photo of himself lying in a hospital bed after being involved in a terrible accident a few days ago. He wrote in the caption, a representative told people that the accident happened. <laughs> While the chef was spending quality time with his family at home, which is equipped with a bowling alley, there was a malfunction with the bowling pin setter, a common fix in the past, but it turned into a terrible accident. After trying to release the bowling pin from the cage mechanism, his right hand became lodged and compressed inside the unit. Oh, man. Unable to remove his hand... Now, they said in the post he could see a one-and-a-half-inch metal rod slowly and repeatedly impale his hand three oh, times no. between oh his ring finger and middle finger. So he's watching this machine, this rod go down and go right oh. through his hand three and times. It, and it says slowly. Slowly. Oh. Oh. Uh, after over five minutes elapsed, uh, Velastro's son, uh, Buddy and Marco, his two sons, had to use a re- reciprocating saw to cut through the metal rod and relieve his father from the machine. Oh, my God. Jeez. Um, he has had two surgeries, and he's recovering at home after being released from the hospital on Wednesday. They posted uh, saying it'll be an uphill battle as Buddy's dominant right hand, and he will need uh, prolonged recovery and therapy. There are there are hand specialists. I mean, that's what they do. Your hand is a very intricate, uh, intricate uh, you know, mechanism on your body. Think about uh, years ago, I saw a documentary on the amount of passive and active calculations that go into just moving your fingers, the precision involved in all the little things that you're doing Mm. that you're unaware of that go into making um, your fingers and hands move the way you want them to. Yeah, my my neighbor is a hand and and arm specialist, and, and that's what he focuses on, so... Uh, but uh, Velastro maintained a positive attitude when posting on social media about the incident. He said, what do you think of my new accessory? As he joked in the caption about uh, with a photo of him and his arm in a cast and an IV in his hand. Uh, so many of his uh, celebrity chef friends had sent him uh, well wishes and speedy recovery in the comments. Uh, here's another injury story. And this is out of the sports world. You guys, I'm sure, know this, Casey and Nick. But a Los Angeles Chargers team doctor accidentally punctured quarterback uh, Tyrod Taylor's lung, Mm -hmm. leading him to miss last Sunday's game, according to media reports yesterday. uh, Coach Anthony Lynn said Taylor is still not 100% yet, and rookie Justin Herbert will start again on Sunday against the Panthers. 
The doctor reportedly punctured Taylor's lung when he was trying to give him an injection in his ribs. Dude, this guy, And he man. went in too far. Come on. <laughs> Poor That's your doctor? Taylor. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I, 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 so Casey, girl, she had a punctured lung. Did she not? I don't know. And it was, okay. I remember she was Eric, playing football? Yeah. Eric Lindros did. Yep. Yeah. And he, he was playing, I think it was in Nashville. And uh, He could have died, he right? He could have died, yeah. Keith Jones, who was his line mate and his roommate, said, um, we got to get you to the hospital. I think he was, like, literally lying in a tub because had he was in so much pain. Had he gone into uh, the plane... He would have died. He would have died, right? Yeah, so oh, they, yeah. he stayed well, could have, yeah. Yeah, went to the hospital instead. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Yeah, and that's yeah. Uh, that's a bad. Well, I'm, I'm, everyone has a mistake, but for a doctor, that's that's pretty bad. Yeah. So yeah. I, he was injecting him with a needle, I guess, and and then yes. that needle punctured his lung. Oh my god! He was giving him some kind of an injection in his ribs. I don't know the nature of that or why they were doing that. And uh, yeah, sure enough, I don't know if it was like cortisone or something. Mm-hmm. Barbecue but, sauce, uh, maybe barbecue <laughs> sauce, because God knows ribs are great with that. No, so Gary serves them. <laughs> why bypass the taste buds with that? Yeah. I don't know, but I mean they're doing a Amazing things now. But, I mean, I know in, in sports they do a lot of cortisone shots yeah, for, yeah. for, you know, uh, t- temporary um, fixes. They also do, like, it's painkillers. It's, it's um, I forget what they inject you with. Uh, like lidocaine. Barbasol. Barbasol. <laughs> so shaving cream? <laughs> no, it's something, I feel like it's something saw. Cortisol? It's, um, chainsaw? It's, I think it's chainsaw. They inject you with chainsaws. Right. And, uh, and it is a, <laughs> yeah, it's a painkiller of sorts. I, I want to say uh. that it is non-narcotic in the sense that it's not like a like a, an opiate. Like, okay, all right, um, gotcha. Don't quote me on that. Okay, I won't, I won't. trust me. Okay. <laughs> uh, Netflix has released a trailer for the Aaron Sorkin drama, The Trial of the Chicago Seven, which premieres on October sixteenth. Uh, the film is based on the fights between protesters and police during the nineteen sixty eight Democratic National Convention. A lot of stars in this film, including, uh, now I don't know this person, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, <clears throat> excuse me, but uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Michael Keaton, Frank Langella, Eddie Redmayne, a bunch of people uh, are on board for this. So there was a trailer that uh, just came out for that. Screen Media shared uh, that it has snapped up the U.S. rights to Girl, which is a thriller written and directed by Chad Faust, starring Bella Thorne and Mickey Rourke. Bella Thorne and Mickey Rourke, there's a pairing. Right? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, Thorne plays a woman who returns home to exact revenge on her abusive father, only to find he was murdered the day before. Rourke plays a sinister sheriff. And Talk to my bird. According to Screen Media, they said in a statement, uh, we are thrilled to showcase Bella Thorne like you've never seen her before. And we <laughs> well, what haven't we seen? Yeah, I know. And we know her fans are going to love watching her take charge and take names. Uh, it is fitting that it will make its debut this year at this year's Fantastic Fest, as we think it will be a favorite of genre fans everywhere. So, Well, there you go. Uh, Never heard of this. No, neither have I. Uh, DreamWorks released a trailer for its upcoming animated film, The Crudes. A New Age. Oh, this is the, a sequel to The Croods? Yeah, Why? Don't need, don't need a sequel to The Croods. <laughs> I mean, it was it was okay at best. At best. I, I didn't, uh, it didn't do much for me. It was it, That was Come one of those on. movies where, you know, we're starting to get to the tail end of going to every single animated movie yeah. that came out. And I'm like, okay, 
this one wasn't so good. But even, like, our kids were like, nah, not this one. You know, like, you figure if you just animate something, kids are going to watch it, but... Not true. No. Right? You know what the one that, that was the biggest waste of time, as far as I was concerned? What's that? Animated film was Astro Boy. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. 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 It was bad. Yeah. I... I I didn't like it at all. I didn't like it. At no. least some of the, most of the, almost all those movies, you get at least something out of them. I didn't get anything out of that movie at all. It stinks! Yeah, you know <laughs> yes. what? Thank you, Sly. It stinks! That's this is is my animated movie review concerning Astro Boy. It stinks! <laughs> uh, I agree. I agree 100%. Thank you, Sly. All right, and then uh, one more story. <laughs> Sorry. By the way, Rambo was on last night. I was watching. Did you watch it? Yeah, it's great. I didn't watch all of it, but I've seen it before. But yeah, good movie. It is. Yeah, good movie. And that tone, I, I love his Rambo in that that movie. The yeah. end of the line. My God, is it bloody? I mean, God. it is brutally oh my God. bloody. I mean, I, <laughs> just heads chunks exploding. of meat. Chunks of meat. Yes, yeah. unbelievable. Yep. Unbelievable. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, all right, one last story. Uh, when The Mandalorian premiered in November 2019, Baby Yoda became a global obsession, but fans were not able to buy Yoda toys because of the secrecy surrounding the new character. As Disney Plus prepares to bow the second season on October 30th, a merchandising blitz is planned. New products debuting every seven days for nine weeks on what they call Mando Mondays. Mando Mondays? Yeah. I uh, I ordered my, uh, when they first became available, I ordered my Baby Yoda from Sideshow Collectibles. It should be coming soon. Uh, it's adorable. So this will be from October 26th to December 21st. So in two days, they'll start to debuting this stuff. Toys, books, comic books, flamethrowers, all apparel will be rolled <laughs> out. Preston, it, Mandalorian was, the flamethrower. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you, you've got a ton of stuff on your plate as far as we all do. We all have tons of shows that we watch. If you ever get around to it, and I mean, um, for somebody, and I'm like you, I don't reflexively love all Star Wars simply because it's Star Wars. Yeah. This is a really wonderful series with some badass stuff in it. Yeah, I don't know. My kid's tapped out. And and I you know I yeah I tapped Listen, out so it's, it's I fine. Don't know. There's yeah. a lot of other stuff to watch. Yeah. I, I probably should watch it again because I don't. There's a whole lot that I don't really remember. Like I don't remember the timeline. Was there? A, and is that actually Yoda or is that just the same species of Yoda? They, they haven't clarified. Okay. Uh, we believe. Um, my guess is I think it's the same species as Yoda. Because if it was Yoda, then I mean Yoda's like what hundreds of years old. Seven hundred yeah. years this old. This baby or could, like that. Be, could be could uh, be a hundred years old or fifty years old. Because I yeah. wasn't sure if there was anything else that had happened in the series that sort of would indicate what timeline this was. Mm. I think it's I mean? the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> the saddle shoes. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Hey. That he was wearing, right? Yeah. Is that a poodle skirt? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Mandalorian. All right. We're ready for clips. Follow the younger sister of Sherlock Holmes as she embarks on a quest to find her missing mother in Enola Holmes. And in this clip, Millie Bobby Brown discusses perfecting Enola's British accent. I asked Harry Bradbeer, what do you think Enola's accent would be? Because she's not from London. She's (laughs) from the outskirts in in kind of the southern areas of um, England. So she has, she's not as posh. But I didn't want her to be like, in it, yeah. Like, so obviously it had to be good in between. And for me, I'm quite posh. Like, I, I kind of talk quite posh. 
compared to my family members. Enola <laughs> uh, Holmes is streaming now on Netflix. How, how old is she now at this point? Uh, she's 15, 16. Uh, Nick will look that information up. All right, because uh, my, my next comment will be based on this. Uh, 16. Mm. Yeah, 16. Okay. She's right. a lovely young lady. Two more years. I had no idea she was British. Uh, I didn't either. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. And and a few members of that cast are, by the yes. way. Yes. Oh, I thought that that was an affectation. I thought she was doing that for the clip. No, no, she's British. Because she was talking about her accent, and uh, I thought she was being p- there's, posh. There's at first I did too, but she, at the end she goes, my parent, It's my accent's a little different than my parents, so. Missed there's, that entirely. There's a clip of her with Henry Cavill, who's also in the series, and another British actor, and they're talking about, uh, and it's, it's actually sort of a funny clip about them talking about the different dialects, and yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> you know, even within England, obviously, they, they, they sort of chuckle at the different you know, uh, accents and dialects, and they have fun with it. So. Yeah, sure. And, and we've got loads here, too, yes, which absolutely. is pretty wild, it, even within our own state. Within our own studio. Yeah, actually. <laughs> All right, clip. Here we go. Uh, in the documentary, My Octopus Teacher, a filmmaker forms a bond with an octopus living in a South African kelp forest. In this clip, director James Reed discusses what he learned from studying the octopus. She's more than just a curiosity or a pet. She's a wild animal, and she taught me certainly about her secret world, incredible behaviors that had had never been seen before. She let me inside her den, and inside the den were new species of crustaceans living there with her that had not been known before. thing sucks! (laughs) I mean, I'm sure this is a great movie, but you can make a documentary about anything. Yeah. You know? I will tell you this. This particular creature uh, yeah. is, is amazingly... I'm with you. I mean, the the uh, there was a special that Nat Geo did, and they were they were diving um, off, uh, I guess, in, in they were Seattle, I guess, or wherever they were, and uh, they um, they encountered a larger... Uh, a larger octopus and what this thing uh, color changing yeah. and and what it was able to do and opening up jars and stuff like that uh, incredible i've gone uh, snorkeling in the in the caribbean and um seen them and it's it's a fascinating thing it's really cool it's, i don't know if i'm going to watch it now no this sounds documentary. terrible <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no nick i was we were, we were we were just um uh snorkeling in st john yeah and i'm just swimming along and i'm looking at the you know the the the, the bottom of the the floor of of the water the the ocean and it was all kind of darkish. I was over some rocks and stuff, and all of a sudden, I just see this red flare. Yeah, and I'm like, "Whoa!" And it was it was an octopus. Yeah, yeah. And I just started frantically, you know, slapping the top of the water to get everybody that was diving. Yeah. Get out of the octopus! The the their ability to instantly camouflage themselves to yeah. the color surrounding them is amazing. They're very cool. I will watch this. My octopus teacher is streaming now on Netflix. She said that very defiantly. No, well, because you're like, I don't know. Somebody was like, I don't know if I watch it, but I will. Uh, This is super duper fascinating. Cool. Yeah. All right. By the way, it's Toradol. That was the drug that I couldn't think of. Toradol. Oh, that was injected into. I don't know if it was or not. But but it's not. But it is a. It's a non-narcotic pain killer that uh, they often use in football. Gotcha. All right, uh, that's the report. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. You need to stay close because when we get to the Bizarre File, giving away $1,000 in conjunction with the television show that we told you to watch last night, I can see your voice. So if you do know the answer to the three questions, which I already gave you ahead of time, don't you dare touch that dial. We'll be back in a moment. 
Yes, you. Why have you asked? Godsmack. The Killers. Green Day. We just keep on dreaming. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. Every morning, Kathy picks up coffee and brings it in for Steve. Yeah. Uh, she grabs the, they, they have, They're very particular about their coffee. And so uh, she comes in this morning and she goes, well, Steve, here's a quarter of your latte. <laughs> one quarter of it. Of probably a 20-ouncer. It's huge. Yeah, the big one, yeah. Uh, and do tell what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know what happened. I do this every morning. And uh, it just slid and I don't know if the, the lid wasn't on properly or what, but I mean, the entire thing <laughs> went into the cup holder, onto uh, <sighs> the gear shifter. Oh, the no, really? The passenger seat, the side, like on the floor, the little like um, in the like, you know, where I keep like my, uh, you know, I have like a couple of things in, in a little like cubby. Like it went into there oh. where my uh, my my charger is yeah. like in the center console. It went in there like it. It, it's everywhere. And I thought I got it last break. And I was like, all right, I'll just go down and like give one last wipe. But now it's light out. So I was like, yeah, no, you're not done. She keeps running out <laughs> to the parking lot to go. That is the worst. <laughs> I've had well, that happen. It's a sit either. You know what I mean? I think you got. And when it happened to me, it's what I called the bum lid syndrome. It's the, the lids right. are usually good, but sometimes there's one that just does not fit right. And you'll go to pick it up, mm-hmm. and it ju- and I had it, and it did the same thing, Kathy. The gear, sh- the gear shifter, <laughs> the console. I had buttons for like a month and a half that, yeah, that yeah. you have to really push down, uh, and then <laughs> they get all sticky, and they get sticky, and then it, you keep working it eventually. It, but it's if it goes into like your change holder and oh, into yeah, that, no, uh, that's where it is, yeah, like yeah. like that front area. I don't have change uh, in there, but like it's in there, and so I keep turning the knobs too. There's a couple knobs because I didn't want it to right. get like the stickiness. So I'm gonna try to do it as best I can, and then I guess I'll I'll have to go. Like I mean, it's it was. Everywhere, I got on my sweater, like oh, in my man. jeans, everywhere. Yeah, so that I would... ruined your day, man. The quarter of the latte that I got to drink was very was good. Great. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm able to make a do, and I, I the Dunkin' Gina like, machine right. has been running. Oh, like, chop it off. Oh, I, well, it's just amazing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, and Cowper and I have been tandeming the uh, the Dunkin' Gina machine, so we have not had an issue. But all right, I'm glad uh, you'll you'll be. So one time, and I did the same exact same thing, Preston. I get out of the car. Do you ever tell yourself, don't do not do this? Uh-huh. Don't do this. Your mind is telling you, don't do this. Yeah, yeah. But you do it anyway. Yeah. And I just had the car cleaned and waxed and the whole thing. Oh. So I put the car, I put the coffee up. <laughs> sparkling, this car. Yeah, yeah. I put it up on the top over the driver's side. I turn around for a second and the whole coffee slides down. Oh. I mean, a big mother, the the big size. It goes, it splashes down the entire windshield and is now in, it's in with the windshield wipers. It's gone into the engine. So for like a month and a half after, yes! So for like a month and a half after, every time I turned on the car, it would smell like burning coffee. Oh, God. I was, uh, it's too bad that Pierre's not here this week, Kathy, because you could commiserate with him. Yeah, I'm sure he's done that a lot. He's done like the full four pack of coffee on the the floor of the car and like, He'll he'll slam on the brakes or whatever, or just be. He's just Pierre, and just it goes everywhere. When they, they give you when they give you those um, the carrier, cu- the, the carrier, yeah. I don't do it. 
I have two cup holders in the front, I. and I have, cup ho- I. I have cup holders in the back, and I will I will spread the cups throughout the car because I do not trust those carriers <laughs> yeah. at all. I'm with you. I've had to go to you know fast food, and you're ordering for several people, and then you get the drinks, and you're like, I I didn't think about this. <laughs> uh, yeah. What am I supposed to do now? You know? Okay, I ha- I have, and I just got them. I ordered them. I maybe another Instagram purchase that caught my eye. <laughs> But there are things that go down between your seat and the console. It provides you an extra cup holder. It'll yep. so if you have oh. two cup holders, yep. I now have four cup holders. Oh, nice! Uh, and it and they they fit in there tightly. But I agree when un, unless if I do have to use a cup holder, yeah, I will put it in the passenger seat with the seatbelt around it. To, <laughs> yeah. I know <laughs> because it's so problematic. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Use the seatbelt. <laughs> Casey, to keep the cups in. Casey, you just jogged a memory for me. I was I worked the drive-through in McDonald's for a long time, and yeah. somebody ordered a four uh, four large sodas, and I so I was handing them oh. the four large sodas in one of those carriers, oh. and I like bumped the side of the window as I'm handing it out no. into their car. Um. All four. I'm like I'm like three and a half, maybe yeah. not entirely all four, into their window, oh. all over their lap. No. They had to pull the car over. I had to go. I, like I, Steve, I You're brought like, out. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> what do you say? What what you I'm so sorry. Like, but and yes, there's, there's nothing you can do. Like I feel. T- <laughs> I came out with napkins. Kathy's- I walked out of the drive-through, and I was like, hey, "Will this help for your 12 gallons of soda?" That and I there's nothing you can no. do. Ka- Kathy was doing me a favor. Yeah. See, and, and I'm Steve like, was like, "Do you want me to come help come you?" Come out. I'm like, I'll no, do, it's I'll fine. buy you a new car. Oh, I've already sent her an Amazon gift card. Yeah. Did. Thank so, you. Steve, we have a picture in the studio. Is this the thing that you got that, yeah. that goes in between your just, seat and just the console? slides right in, yeah. I need one. Of, I had something similar. It wasn't a cup holder, though. It was one of those things that it sort of makes sure that uh, if nothing falls in between your oh, seats. Oh, I right. love those. So, yeah. I, I, so I changed it up with this. It's the same thing. Yeah. But, but I had it, it gives you extra compartments and two extra cup holders. When I when I traded my car in, I forgot to take those out. Oh, oh, I know. Well, yeah. you know what? They're also God, like $4.99 you, on you, Amazon. You, yeah. Kathy, you talk <laughs> about car design. One of, the, one of the continuing issues with car design is poorly designed cup holders. Mm-hmm. Ones that aren't deep enough. Yeah, yeah. Ones that cannot accommodate your cup yeah it's it's an you know you'd figure with you have tech that can put place you any place on the earth with gps system Mm -hmm. they can't modify the cup holders so it got on one spot um a pretty decent amount but one spot that's like fabric and not the leather or you know the console or whatever so i was like scrubbing that i think that i got it out it might be like a lighter or i mean a darker brown now but i think i i got the stains out i think i've told yeah i know i've told you guys before the worst spillage i ever had in my car uh, was I think I went to Iron Hill and I got a growler oh. of beer and I put it in I put it behind the passenger seat in right. the, in the floor right. so it wouldn't roll around in you the back like that. I guess the cap was loose or whatever, and I came up and this is after I'm driving. I come up to a stoplight. I hit stop and I hear. <laughs> and all the beer flowed to the front. Oh my god! Wheel of the front footwell oh. of the passenger side. I'm like that entire thing emptied out. I didn't smell it before that, or maybe I did, and I just thought, well, I can smell it just because you know the, the, some of it got on the outside or the, the growl or whatever. Right. But I mean, 
<laughs> and, and what if you got pulled over? Yeah. What if you got pulled over? I I Worst spill I ever heard of, ever smelled in my life. Uh, we were just out of college, and Dennis was working for Circle Pizza in Avalon, and they had opened up a, a second location in Sea Isle. Yeah. And they had somebody who would um, would bring over in a truck some of the items, some of the ingredients that they needed. Whatever happened, they were short sauce. So he had to drive over to Avalon and bring a giant oh. tub of sauce. <laughs> so he didn't have an SUV or anything like that. So he's like, okay, I'm going to put it in the trunk. Right. So um, he, he put it in the trunk and he somehow, you know, kind of like wedged it. Secured it, it yeah. Well, somebody stopped short in front of him. He oh. stopped short and oh. the entire, I mean, this giant thing of sauce just fell forward. And he said he could like hear it swishing around. Oh. He could smell it immediately. It was, I mean... He couldn't wait to get rid of the car because the smell pretty much never went away. Is it safe to say, and over years of driving, I've learned this, no matter how well you think you've wedged something in your trunk. No, yeah, it's not wedged. It will will come loose. My best bets are backseat seatbelt for things like that. And or the front seat seatbelt. Yeah. so I, I actually seatbelt the stuff I never in. Yeah. yeah no. Seatbelt. My, yeah. my mom usually, not usually, she always has a, um, uh, uh, I was going to say paper box, a uh, cardboard box in the back of her car just for, for, you know, anytime she needs to put something in the trunk of her car. It's a good smart. idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, she roll. learned that from my aunt. You know how they have those, um, oh gosh, it's like weather tech. Okay. So yes. you know what weather tech is, right? They're the... Oh, <laughs> What? Sorry, I just saw. Okay. I know. Oh, go to. Jesus, go I see it. WeatherTech has bas- basically they laser fit things for your car. Yeah, I, I love them. I, I had them in my last car, but they don't make one for my the current car model car? of car that I have. But what I'm right. saying, I have them in my car now. Yeah, what yeah. I wanted to say was WeatherTech should invent a laser fitted compartment system for people's trunks, right? Something that is collapsible. Something okay. you know, like yeah. that was a, another invention that I basically had was something that. You could put in the trunk of your car, whatever car it was, you know, they, like each model should have their own version no, I get of this. It. Yeah, the, I it's a great idea. It. Yeah. yeah, it's a great idea so yeah. that for, for transporting mm-hmm. stuff like that. The WeatherTech stuff is great because yeah. I have had spills with, with that in, in, in my old car. But my car, my current car is just one model different than my former car and yeah. they don't make... It really? for that car. They yes. Do, they do have compartments that you can get for your trunk, but yes. they don't have ones that, that fit moldedly, mm-hmm. that are molded perfectly for it. That I know. You know, they have pressed and they you have. You can those... get something that'll, that'll kind of do the job. They yeah, have yeah, those yeah, little yeah. mesh containers mm-hmm. off to the side, which won't hold like a growler of beer or something right. like that. Yeah. They're just for, for putting, you know, little things in. All right. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, let me go to a, another call and then I'm going to go to the jackpot here in just a second because this looks great. I'm going to go to Harry. Hey, Harry, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Harry. What's up, buddy? Not too much. You talk about spilling growlers. Um, right. My baby was born just after, like, the quarantine happened with, like, lockdown and COVID. Yes. And my wife and I were trying to get out of the house, you know, walk up, support local business. We walk up to Iron Hill with our stroller. We get a few growlers and get some carry out. We walk home. I go to get home, get the uh, growlers out. They're all empty. The lids were not put on right. Oh my God. Literally, the bottom, the bottom of the oh. stroller is nothing but like sloshing. So it didn't leak. It all stayed in the stroller. Oh, uh, it it was like that underneath compartment. So it was like underneath her at least. Like oh. at least it was like spilling beer onto the baby. Thank oh so your God. baby is sitting above a sea of beer. Oh my That's God, great. Harry! How far do you live from the brewery? Were you able to go back? 
and get I them filled. It was the lost cause. You know, we just sort of looked at each other and dug something like Trader Joe's out of the freezer. It wasn't meant to be. So. No. God almighty. Wow. Three full growlers into right. a stroller. Thanks, Harry. Okay. Now, this is the one that made me laugh when <laughs> I saw this. I'm, I'm going to go to... I'm going to go to Sean. Hey, Sean, good morning. Hey, I wish I was filthy rich, tons of money. <laughs> me too. Don't we all. Wow. All right, that's Sean, like, you got to tell this story. I'm seeing what, uh, what happened. This is, this uh, is good. Did this, and, like, this happened, like, 30 years ago, and it's still talked about, right? So we have a place down in Avalon. We lived down there all summer. And, you know, back in the age, there wasn't a whole lot to do. So me and my brothers and sisters, we'd, like, we'd go to the bay. We'd, you know, we'd catch minnows, and we'd sell yeah. them to the bait shop down there, Smuggler's Cove. Right. And my mom had just bought this brand new Volvo station wagon. You know, and it was like, you know, it was like the spaceship of all spaceships back then. And uh, so we got this big five down fucking filled with minnows. Um, I'm sitting in the back and I'm past at seven years old with holding this thing, which is like 60 pounds now with baywater and everything. And I got a great idea. I want to pet one of these little minnows because who doesn't want to pet a minnow? You know, you want to pet a minnow? Pet a minnow. Yeah. Okay. And so I reach in and I go to pet it and something must have happened. I think she hit a bump like Pulp Fiction, but she swears she didn't. Next thing you know, man. Five gallons of baywater and minnow all over that nice big car. And oh, my God. Videos in there. Uh, and then everyone just looking at me. My sister is more mad because she's not going to get money. My mom wants to just supply a brick to me and throw them in the ocean. <laughs> uh, okay. Five gallons of minnows and water. So, I mean, and again, the process of drying out a car and, and getting that out. So, it's, it's nightmarish. How, how long after were you finding dead minnows? In uh, that months. vehicle. Yeah, months. Months. Yeah. I mean, months. And, and, like, if she didn't have kids and I was a little bit older, I would have convinced her just to burn the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not coming back from that. Right. Oh, man. Thanks. And that, and that just set off a steamroll of just, you know, cat bomb. And then cause now, you didn't, now you don't care about the car anymore. Just turn it to a total disaster. Wow. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, it's Thanks, man. Uh, here's one that's tough to beat, too. Nick saw this on a text. Uh, it says it, they just uh, texted in and said um, getting milk or amniotic fluid out of a car seat. Oh, God. Oh. And car carpet is smelly and difficult, especially in the summer. And Nick wrote back amniotic fluid. And then they responded with water burst and they took the car to the hospital. Mm. Oh, the smell. Oh that God. is from uh, Jamie, by the so way. So on, on average, when water breaks, um, how much it's, it's... I have no idea. Depends on know. how much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, And a lot of people are texting in uh, among the worst to have spills in the cars, milk. Because yeah. Especially oh, yeah. in the summertime. Yeah. It's just that forget smell it. is just going to be there for the rest of the year. Yeah, it turns sour. And, <laughs> uh, and forget about it. Um, hang on. How about uh, this one? I'm going to go to Lou. Hey, Lou. I knew oh, it. Yes. Oh, hey, Lou. <laughs> hey, what's up, Brendan? Casey Boy. I stopped by Lou's house the other day. You did? <laughs> I did. Me, him, and his wife. Uh, all right, Lou. What's your story, bud? All right. So I put a bunch of uh, laundry in the trunk of the car to go to the laundry mat. This is going back years ago when I was single. I had the, the I had a, the bleach and the detergent and the bottle of bleach opens. <laughs> I open the trunk and there's bleach on everything. Oh man! And getting all the, my clothes. Yeah, getting the, the smell of bleach. Bleach is yes. a powerful, powerful smell, and getting it out of anything takes forever. And you know how I got the smell out of the car eventually? How? I used 
that I put coffee inside of nylons <laughs> and placed it under all the areas of the back seat in the trunk. And eventually the coffee sucked the yeah. smell out. Coffee oh, wow. is supposed to absorb wow. scents. That's what? what I understand. I don't know. When you're hiding a body, that's what you use. Yeah. 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 Like Lou, that. who yeah. did you learn that trick from? <laughs> <laughs> Which relative? <laughs> from North Jersey. Hey, <laughs> Here's what you're going to do. All right, Lou. Thanks, man. All right, guys. Have a good day. Hey, Lou. Who's Lou? <laughs> See, Lou, and I know he's still listening. Lou, you have to gain at least another 100 pounds and grow a big old mustache so you can actually look like you sound because he does not look like he sounds at all. What does he look like? Uh, he He's like a fit dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's like a fit dude. His wife's a, you know. She's a looker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's a stucco chick, too. Ah. Uh, let me go to John on the line. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good, buddy. What's up? Uh, about a month ago, I had a family party, and I sent the kids to get trays of food. One of them was a gigantic tray of shrimp scampi. <laughs> so they came in, had the food, and now it's like 100 degrees out. Mm-hmm. So two days go by when we go in the car, and oh, my God. Oh, no. It was like the the neighborhood kids put like crime scene tape around the car. It was disgusting, <laughs> so, so, and it was like my, we took the seats out. It was just sauce everywhere, butter, garlic. Uh, yeah, we, we just called the Scampi Mobile and Scampi Mobile. I love it. Uh, if it wasn't for the shrimp part of it, it yeah. actually might be kind of pleasant <laughs> yeah. to have butter and garlic. I love smell that smell, but probably not while car. driving around. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I right, thanks for your call, by the way, John. Uh, so I. Is there anything that you might spill that would well, be kind of a pleasant scent so you wouldn't mind getting rid of? The, the call before Lou, I was curious, Kathy, because they were talking about spilled bleach. You know, would that be a pleasant smell for you? Like, have you spilled bleach in your basement or something? That no, was Lou. Actually, oh, that was Lou. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I actually don't love the smell of bleach. Uh, too much of it. Okay. If it were the smell of martinizing, the dry cleaner. I do like that. I would like yeah. that. Yeah. But when, if you if you ever go into a place that martinizes, it's a little overpowering. But walking by it, nice. usually pretty nice. Uh, my wife is big on the, um, uh, what do you call it, the, the scents in the car. The, the uh, air fresheners? The oh, air fresheners. Yes, right. Yeah. In, in the car. Uh, she does the ones that, that you... Put on your on your vent, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I don't like that. I don't, well, I don't, I don't really care for those. It's a little over the top. Oh, Kathy, you probably would wouldn't die like that at all. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I used to when I used to smoke in my car. That was, I, I mean, that was a okay. standard. I would do that all the time. Fresh linen is the best smelling air freshener. I believe is it Yankee Candle that makes that one. Yeah, that's a that's. A really I could good see one. fresh linen being a good scent because uh, that's kind of mild, right? Mm-hmm. What, what was what was in the and when you had the fish mobile when we were riding in that? What yeah, was, what was what that was, was my brother's fish okay, mobile, yeah, yeah. and Dude, that, that was, was so just funny. a uh, it was some sort of it wasn't even an aerosol, but it was it was a spray. <laughs> That you know, was, if, if you ever passed okay. the cop, it was Can like I an emergency button. Can I tell the story? Yeah. Steve and I were riding in the back seat of Casey. <laughs> I can't believe like, his brother Kevin's car, and this was early on in, yeah, the, yeah, in yeah. the show's existence. You would first. never be caught dead in in the back of a '82 Accord hatchback. <laughs> we, we were still getting to know each other then, and and so they spark up. Yeah. We're driving. Oh, no! did we spark up? That's why yeah. he sprayed it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So so anyway, I, hey, I was I was joining in. Okay. But, but anyway. And uh, and all of a sudden, Casey goes, and and it was a it was a seamless 
flawless move. <laughs> Casey goes, dude, there's a cop over there. And all of a sudden, Steve and I just see this spray <laughs> just go up as if his, he had pushed a button on his steering wheel. Like like James Bond. It just went, Psh. And Steve and I look at each other. Did that just happen? <laughs> it was, he had like the Batmobile rigged car. Right. The fishmobile. The fishmobile. Yeah. And it, but the, the spray came up from, from the, like, console. the center console. Yeah. It like shot straight, straight up. up. And dispersed perfectly. And it happened, I mean, it was so seamlessly quick. It was case like, dude, cop over there. You know, and we're... <laughs> <laughs> Almost as if it was voice activated. It was yeah. so damn funny. Oh my god! All right, well, uh, anyway. bad old days. <laughs> anyway, uh, let me get to a few more calls. Uh, I'm going to go to Ken. Hi, Ken. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, what's happening? Yeah, bud. Uh, we were talking about Kathy dumped like a gallon of coffee in her car this morning. That's why she keeps running in and out after the breaks. What did you spill that you wanted to tell us about? One night I was on my way home from work. My son called me. He said, pick me up some Frank's Red Hot. Okay. I said, all right. I go to Giant. I get it. The big bottle. I come out to my van. I stick it between my legs, and I'm driving home, and all of a sudden I smell it. And I'm like, what the hell's that? I look down. The bottom blew out of it somehow. Oh, oh my God. God. Between your legs? I got home. Thank God I don't have neighbors because I got home. I had my clothes off before I got in the back door. My wife was like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, you don't even want to know. <laughs> Man, hot sauce <laughs> oh ha- has God. got a really strong smell to it, so that would that'd be a tough one to get out. If it gets and on your done. junk, is is it? I yeah, was burning. you were you burning? Oh yeah, I was on fire, dude. It was down at my junk. Wow. Yeah, I I've had oh, I I've had the coffee between my legs while driving um uh, because of again cup holders being filled up and I I I had a spill one a, a mild spill thankfully never do that again. Uh Nick, what was that text? Well, there's a few that are coming out of people that have had incidents with crabs. Like they've gone crabbing down the oh shore in Maryland <laughs> or whatever and like the the <laughs> crab juice or the crab guts will spill all over the back. Um, so yeah, a few people have had incidents like seafood. It's just well, this it, one it just lingers. This one said he had a cooler full of live, angry Maryland blue crabs dumped <laughs> into the backseat of his car while driving. <laughs> How do you know they were angry? Uh, I guess when they were trying to get him out of there, he said cleaning up the mess was both horrible and dangerous. Okay. They were clicking away, so they weren't too happy about uh, being picked up. So uh, let me go. Yeah, this is this is pretty bad. This is much worse than the coffee cat. I'm going to go to Bill. Hi, Bill. You're on the air. Morning, everyone. Morning, bud. What's up? So this wasn't me personally, but I had worked at a Audi dealership years ago, about 15 years ago, and we had a woman come in. We had a customer with her car from an Audi. Oh, Bill. Hold on, Bill. Hold, Bill. We we lost you for a second there. All right. So your friend worked at an Audi dealership. No, I worked at the Audi dealership. You did. Okay. I, I had a customer come in. And she had an Audi A6, which was about $60,000 car at the time, and it was had a nice tan leather interior. She was an interior designer, and it was hot July summer, uh, like when we went through a heat wave. Right. And she apparently left a five-gallon can of pink paint in the front seat of her car. Oh, no. And the can exploded. She left oh. it in the car for a couple of days. Oh. She took the car in to have us look at it to get it detailed, and the, the leather seats. The dashboard, the windshield, oh. the headliner. Is there is there anything you can can do when that happens? Well, uh, we said you 
got to call your insurance company. This is not getting detailed. We had to replace some parts in the car. Yeah. You had to replace parts. Yeah. How much, Give yeah. us an estimate of the damage, the cost of the damage and the replacement. It, it, was, <laughs> it was bad. I mean, like, all the vents, all the air vents had paint go into the air vents. So oh, my God. The, the dashboard. Are, are, was, are we talking, like, ten grand? More. Uh, it was probably around 10, 12 grand. Oh, wow. my God. Well, I mean, if they would probably have to replace the entire dashboard. Yeah. Think, yeah. Right? Oh, my God. Well, yeah, the dashboard got pulled apart. They had to replace the front seats of the car because they were heated seats that had pores in the leather. So all yeah. When you when yeah. you pull the dash out of a car, you're talking mm-hmm. yeah. money. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it, man. Pink paint, dude. So my bedroom growing up for my entire life had a giant, and I'm talking like huge. Uh, it, it was it was paint because uh, my dad <laughs> they were painting the side of the house, yeah. and I guess he was outside of my my bedroom window and when he came back into the bedroom he kicked the paint can over <laughs> and so my bedroom just had a giant and i'm talking like a size of a manhole probably even yeah. bigger uh paint and I, you can't even call it a stain because it had texture to it i mean it was like it was you know, and it, that that was my that was my did bedroom. it almost look like it was on purpose almost yeah i mean like, it, like it, was, it was a an artistic statement <laughs> yeah and the, you, you know you couldn't clean it up yeah. so i was like all right well I just have pain on my floor for That's my, my entire state. life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go to John next. John, good morning. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Wonderful, ma'am. What's your story? So my cousin and I go on a night bluefish fishing trip, and I take my girlfriend's little SM blazer. We pack the cooler up. We divide the fish up, and I drive home. Get home that morning tired, pick the cooler out, Lock the car up, hot summer day, go in and go to sleep. The car, the cooler leaked with the fish oil and oh. the guts, and, <laughs> and it baked in that car oh. all day long. We, 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 we tried everything. We had to get rid of the car. Yeah, you had to get I rid was, of the car. Oh that God. is what I was going to yeah. ask. There's no way that's coming out, man. It's some That's no. going to linger. It gets down in the seats. Unless you ripped all the seats out and all the upholstery, <laughs> I can't see we, how you fix ripped, that. Yeah, we ripped out everything that we could. The floor, the matting. We scrubbed. We <sighs> lemon. Vinegar. <laughs> so when you say you could try, John, when you say get rid of the car, what did you sell it? Did you did, did insurance it. cover it? What was the story? Just, just traded it in. Just traded. They like, took it. Like, up real much and like traded in and go for an air. But it even wasn't even my car. It's my girlfriend's car at the time, which she, I felt even more bad about. Yeah, no, it, that that car. sucks, man. Thanks, John. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Uh, Zach has been on hold for a while. Let me go to him. Hi, Zach. You are on the air, sir. Hey, guys. How are you? Good, man. It says here you're an Uber driver. Uh, yeah, about four years ago when I was still living with my mom, I, I drove for Uber or Lyft. I honestly can't remember which one. Yeah. Uh, but I just gotten a, a 2006 uh, car, brand new to me, first car I ever bought. Started driving for Uber to start paying for it. And I just vacuumed it and wiped everything down and stocked up some waters for the rides. And I had a passenger coming in the the car. She looked a little, you know, you know, really, really, really drunk. Okay. Uh, So occasionally I would have to pull over and go, okay, just lean out the window, do what you got to do. It's going to be okay. We'll get you where you got to go. And we finally get to the destination, and I can feel it. 
I could feel it about to happen, and she just projectile vomits all over my dashboard. Oh, oh man. Wait, she's in the back seat, and she hit your dashboard? She was in the front seat. Her boyfriend oh, was in the back right. seat. Oh. Gross. No. All right, what'd you do? What'd you do? Did you get in there and clean it up yourself? Yeah, I got home, and my mom looks at me, and she goes, oh, you're home early. I'm just like, where's the bleach? <laughs> <laughs> they now vomit. Have a, they now have a vomit fee. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to pay for cleaning. All right, thanks. I assume Zach. you gave Appreciate her a bad it. review. <laughs> I I bet you detail shops see this stuff all the time. Oh yeah, people who have to come in and get some kind of thing that just won't go away. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to do that after work. Like even Today. though I cleaned it up. Yeah, because I just don't want it to sit like where I I know I'm missing something. There's like a big puddle somewhere in there. So oh. I wonder at what it. point the detail company terrible. says, like, mm-hmm. we can't help you. Right. You know, like, yeah. did they reach a point where, like, yeah, you're going to either have to sell the car or Blow remove, it all up. The, but, yeah, <laughs> remove all the uh, upholstery or whatever. Here's a text. It says, I had a 32-ounce jar of vanilla extract explode oh my in my car. God. That is a ton of vanilla. Of vanilla. They're usually the you know, yeah. one-ounce bottle. Would that smell Good, though? It says it smelled like yeah. the Pillsbury Doughboy's A-hole for three years. <laughs> I would think that would uh, that would smell good, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. But I guess you get tired of an overwhelming smell no matter how or good it is. Do you become nose blind to it after a while? Angela Perfetto just texted me. She said, my dog expressed her anal glands in the passenger oh, seat. Oh, she says, I win. <laughs> That's gnarly. All right, well, Kathy just went with coffee today. Dumped, uh, I don't know how many ounces, yeah, and all over stuff. But Probably like eight, nine, ten ounces, right? So if we keep missing the, uh, if we keep missing the the traffic, you'll understand why she's out <laughs> cleaning, cleaning it up. And in honor of that, uh, I have a fifty dollars Dunkin' gift card to give away hey! to celebrate National Coffee Day, which is Tuesday, <laughs> September 29th. So we'll take the fifteenth caller, and we will give that to you two one five two six three WMMR. We're going to clear the phone lines. Make sure the lid's on tight. Uh, thanks for everybody holding. By the way, uh, this year we're calling it National Dunkin' Day. Wake up, drink Dunkin', and be awesome. Celebrate National Dunkin' Day. September 29th with a free medium hot or iced coffee with any purchase. America runs on Dungus. We'll take the 15th caller. When we get back, we'll give away $1,000 on top of doing the Bizarre File. So if you watch the show that we told you to watch last night, I can see your voice on Fox 29. And you know the answer to those three questions we've already given you. Stand by. We'll have a chance to win. I'll tell you what number call you need to be when we get back. Hey, gang, it's safe to say we've never seen anything quite like 2020. Challenging, uncertain, unprecedented. Go ahead, pick an adjective, any adjective. We'll wait. We've been through a lot, probably with more to come, but we've stuck together like Philly always does. It's pretty easy to feel helpless, but there are a few things we can do. Like social distancing, avoiding large crowds, and wearing a mask when you're out in public. It might seem like a pain, but it's nothing compared to what some people are dealing with. So let's do the things we can do while we have to, and we'll get this great city and great country back to normal. A message from your friends at 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. All right, so here's what we're going to do. I am going to go through the Bizarre file stories, and while we are doing that, uh, our phone solicitors, our phone takers, uh, Connor, in other words, is going to be taking caller number 25 that has the answer to the three questions from the television show, I Can See Your Voice on Fox 29, the three questions that we gave you in advance. Mm-hmm. Then watch the show and know the answer to. If you know the answer to those three questions, be caller number 25. You get the first shot at it. 
if you don't get those right, then we'll go to the next caller and so on. Uh, so we're going to do the Bizarre File where we're waiting for your call. So right now, 215-263-WMMR. you got to know the answers. We're going to do the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you by Robbins Diamonds and Tax-Free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% in Philly. Robbins Delaware Diamonds. Now, we're going to start with this. A 54-year-old Massachusetts man died because he ate too much black licorice. Oh, my God. Too much black licorice. I I hate black licorice. I do, too. I, I loathe it. And... I've never heard of this before. The man ate a bag and a half of black licorice every day for a few weeks, and it caused his heart to stop, doctors Whoa. reported yesterday. Glycerahazin, or no, I'm sorry, glycerahizic acid, which is found in black licorice and many other foods and dietary supplements containing licorice root extract, can cause dangerously low potassium and imbalances in the body's electrolytes. <clears throat> well, that's a nightmare. Cardiologist uh, Neil Butala, who described the case in the New England Journal of Medicine, said even a small amount of licorice you eat can actually increase your blood pressure a little bit. U.S. Food and Drug Administration warns that eating as little as two ounces of black licorice a day for two weeks could cause a heart rhythm problem, especially for people over the age of 40. F black wow. licorice. And it killed this wow. guy. That's so what about, what about red licorice? I assume not the same thing, right? It's not the it's, same it's thing. It's a property of the black licorice. That, I don't like the taste of it. That is at correct. all. Yep. So uh, be careful. Yeah. If you're a fan It'll of kill black you. licorice. An Illinois man celebrated an unusual milestone on Tuesday. It was 60 years of holding on to an old sandwich that former President Richard Nixon once chewed on. What? Yes, I kid you not. Steve Jenning. I can't finish this whole sandwich. From the small town of Sullivan was a 14-year-old Boy Scout when the then Vice President made a campaign stop to Jenny's hometown on September 22, 1960, ahead of a speech. Nixon was served a barbecue buffalo sandwich on a paper plate during a cookout, and when he was finished, Jenny... Grab the leftovers. Ah. Jenny said he took a couple of bites and commented on how tasty and how good it was. God One, damn, this is a great sandwich. Once he left, I just looked down at the picnic table and everybody else was gone and the half-eaten sandwich was still on the paper plate. And I looked around and thought, well, nobody else, speaking of no one's looking, <laughs> he said, if no one else is going to take it, then I'm going to take it. With Nixon's half-eaten sandwich in tow, Jenny hopped on his bicycle, sped home to show his mom his unique souvenir. He said, I That's ran, great. ran in the door and said, Mom, I got the sandwich that Nixon took a couple bites of. And she was surprised and said, so, what do you want me to do with it? <laughs> You're an idiot. So I said, freeze it. Jenny's mother, in her infinite wisdom, he said, then wrapped up the sandwich in a plastic bag, put it inside a Muscleman's applesauce jar and stuck it in the freezer. And that's the way it still is today. Ever since, Jenny has kept the Nixon Eaton sandwich frozen, and it even once earned him a guest appearance on an episode of The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson in 1988. Unbelievable. I'm watching it right now. Jenny even published a book this year called The Sandwich That Changed My Life. Oh, my God. About the wacky story. He said, as long as I'm living, that sandwich will be stored in my freezer in a container that is labeled Save, Don't Throw Away. I have half a pot sticker from John Street. Should oh, I really? hold on to it? <laughs> yes. Definitely hang on that. Well, you held on to it this long, so yeah. Uh, Kathy, you're going to... Okay. Okay. <laughs> Almost 324,000 used condoms were found oh, 
being washed and reshaped, ready to be sold after police swooped in on a factory in Vietnam. Whoa! Oh. Reusing <laughs> condoms. God. I didn't even know that was possible. At least they were cleaning what? it. Officials raided the property. Uh, the facility was rented by 32-year-old Pham Thi Than Ngoc. Uh, local media reported that she had allegedly told officials that around once a month, Somebody delivered thousands of used condoms to her. Somebody? You wouldn't know who was doing that? Her alleged role was to clean, dry, and sort the condoms before making them look fresh again for new customers. Would she iron them? Market Monitor said that the haul was equivalent to around 360 kilos of the sheaths. Disgusting. That were uh, destined to be sold on the market later on. Inspectors are also understood to have found thousands of condoms which had been cleaned and packed, ready to be sold to unsuspecting customers. It's like going halfsies on a flashlight. (laughs) Authorities are investigating. No further details about the illegal operation. I didn't know you could... Clean wow. them out and still have them retain their no usability. I don't. I, I don't think you're supposed. Maybe to. we need to then just put them up. You know, with, with little clips on the uh, on the line outside. All right, this is a nightmare, man. And of course, it happened in Australia. A family was camping off the coast of Western Australia. No. They had their campsite overrun by a stampede of huge robber crabs over the weekend. They're gigantic, Steve. They're huge. I know. I've seen them. They're scary as f. I I would be terrified of this. Yeah, it, it reminds me of the mist. Yes, those, like one of those creatures, those spiders. These things. things are horrible. So the family, were I about, prefer the mist. The family were about to enjoy their evening barbecue when a swarm of more than fifty giant crabs came crawling across their campsite on Christmas Island, venturing underneath their dinner table and even climbing up onto chairs. That, don't you just kill yourself at that point? Yeah. Photographs of the ambush uh, show members of the family sitting calmly among the giant crustaceans. Uh, Christmas They're Island, idiots. Christmas Island. Look at this, Casey. I know. That's okay. Christmas Island has the world's largest and best protected population of these gentle giants. They're gentle. Uh, which can live to be more than 50 years old, by the way. They're huge. Wow. Uh, they're found in the most part on most parts of the island, usually sheltering during the day and venturing out at night or on overcast days. Although they grow to the size of a small dog, a small dog. Look at these things! They are considered harmless and can be picked up and moved easily as long as you avoid their claws. Well, just, they're just all be claws. Yeah. Be careful of the claws. Yeah. Are, uh, so they're protected. Are you? So you are you not allowed to eat them? Because it looks like good eating. Uh, yeah, Case, I don't know the story on that, but it says they're protected, so yeah. Uh, One of the family's members, Amy Lutick, is a principal at a school on the island, and even she says she's never seen so many of the crabs all at once. It was crazy. She said they started to climb up on the table, another climbed uh, onto the barbecue. It is adorable. She said <laughs> having... Lived on the island, she and her family were used to seeing the giant crabs. Hey, hey look at it. One ate the baby. Even her son wasn't afraid to pick them up and move them. Uh, I would be. Uh, she said, we all kept our tents away from where we had eaten, but once uh, one of the family said the whole night they could feel one tapping on the outside of their tent. Oh, F oh, that. Uh, F that. In the coming months, the island will actually be overrun by a different species of crab during the annual red crab migration season. Yeah. During the mating and spawning season, each female crab can produce up to 100,000 eggs, and when they hatch, the island is covered in tiny red crabs as they make their way into the ocean. Can't the military use this island for testing? I would hope so. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, you guys ready to give away a grand? Yeah! All right, we have $1,000 to give away, and there are three questions that our designated caller must answer in conjunction with the show I Can See Your Voice, which was on last night on Fox 29. 
So let's go. Caller number 25 is Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi. Hi, Kathy. You sound excited. I am. So I guess you know the answer to the question. So are you ready to try this out? I am. All right. Question number one. All right. Which contestant claimed they sang for Simon Cowell's 60th birthday party? The counselor. She's right there. That's one. All right. No. (laughs) Not yet. All right. Which singer bragged about being in a punk band? The football player. That is correct. All right. One more and you get $1,000. Oh my God. The final one. Who sang the song What Makes You Beautiful and It Was Ugly? The Mathlete. The Mathlete. It was ugly. <laughs> and that's correct. Oh! Yes. Oh! $1,000. Absolutely correct. <laughs> Kathy, you got all three right, and we have, courtesy of Fox, a $1,000 prize for you. Wow. That's all we're getting. Wow. Oh wow. <laughs> Come on. Amp it up. I can see your heart. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's that's your new so favorite show, isn't it? Oh, my God. That show was so funny. <laughs> it is my new favorite show. There you go. All right. We need something to send the uh, She paid attention. Uh, obviously, she heard the questions that we had ahead of time, and uh, she did watch the show and took notes, and therefore, she gets the $1,000 prize. Congratulations. Hang on the line, Kathy. We are going to set you up. So, Who are uh, the judges on this show? It, it looks like uh, Cher, uh, Kelly I, Osborne. That Yeah, yeah that's Kelly. Yeah. Yep, yeah. We're looking at... Nisi uh, Nash, Cheryl Hines. Uh, oh, all Cheryl accomplished Hines. singers. Wow, okay. Uh, Nick Lachey, Donny Osmond. Looks like there's a bunch of people. All so. right. All right, well, that's cool. Congratulations. And uh, we are happy to set you up with that. What, uh, what am I uh, doing Just here? at the bottom, there's a little information about the show. Don't miss a great night of family fun. Of course it is. Starting Wednesday at 8. And uh, well, I already said that stuff the last couple of days. <laughs> with the return of the Masked Singer, followed by the premiere of I Can See Your Voice. So it premiered last night. Uh, Ken Jong is the host. It's only on Fox 29. It's the brand new show that asks the question, can you guess if someone can sing without hearing their voice? So we set up Kathy with a grand... All right, we're going to break. We're going to come back and uh, get into some more stuff. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. If you're ready for love and ready to get engaged, visit Steven Singer Jewelers. He makes buying an engagement ring easy online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A lot of a uh, lot of good stories to share with you. Um, uh, so let me clean out the drawer of junk and uh, pass some of these things along to you. Because I'd hate to you know, just let them go by the wayside. No, I mean you go to all the trouble to collect them and then yeah. uh, have them just time out. Come on, it seems like a crime. <laughs> How about this, uh, McKee's Rocks, Pennsylvania? I have no idea where that is. Um, it's in PA. Uh, it's in oh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Pennsylvania is a very large state. I That's don't true. Really know. So, but wherever that is, a 96-year-old woman named Sarah Lyons uh, has become the first ever at her local bowling alley to roll what's called a no-tap 300. What What is the distinction of a no-tap 300, Casey? Oh, God, I don't, I, I have no idea. Um, there are, I, I don't know. I'm All just right. going to say I don't know. She knocked down at least nine pins per frame. Okay. So I've never heard of a no-tap 300 before. All right. So I, I know that when I was in a bowling league, they had a um, uh, they had a uh, 
like the the like a handicapping. Well, they definitely have handicapping, but the final night of the year, uh, there was a guy, for instance, who he bowled a three hundred. Oh man, I, I I think I might be missing. And the guy left early, and you found a bowling shoe, okay. and then you tried to find who it was. <laughs> oh shoot, man. I, I, I think I'm um, I'm I'm drawing a blank here. I'm, I'm, right. I'm sort of misremembering, you but I want to, yeah. but I want to say that if you knock down nine pins, it counted as a strike. But I yeah. don't know if that's for all the frames. I, I, I think you're right, Case, because okay. I look, looked it up, but I don't understand that. That doesn't make any sense to me. It does, it's, not, it's, not a, it's like a fun thing. It's the oh. end. Of, it's the end of the year. You're not playing for necessarily. Um, you're not playing for. Uh, well, then I'm sorry, Grandma. I'm not impressed. <laughs> you're not playing for the championship or, yeah. or anything like that. Here it is. Here it is. Yeah, with the the nine uh, the nine pin no tap. If nine pins are knocked down, it is scored as a strike. With manual scoring, each bowler can have his own no tap value. So novices and experienced bowlers can compete together. So it's it's like okay. golf. It's like All handicap. Right. Okay. okay. Right. Right. Okay. So I want to say there was a guy next to me who. Uh, was about to bowl a, a 300, and then it was the last uh, frame and the last ball, and he knocked down nine pins. So he got like a, a 299. Right. Wow. Um, Still but, awesome. But it, and it was that yeah. same night right. where they were doing doesn't no tap. Though. Well, they were they were doing no tap, and you're right, it doesn't count. Yeah. But they were saying that because it was a no tap night, even if he did get a legit 300, it kind of wouldn't account it because it was right. a no tap night. Right. Oh. I, yeah. I've never heard of no tap. So you're, you're neither have I. So it's it's a perfect game if you knock down nine uh, pins per frame. Yep. And I guess the the way scoring is, you get a strike, then it's ten plus what you get on the next two balls thrown. So I guess even if you got a nine, it would be also ten plus what you get on the next two balls thrown. Yeah. So. It kind of sounds no fair. I mean, it's like a nice thing to give to somebody, but it it doesn't seem like a real perfect game. Well, for not. for a woman who's ninety six, nobody's ever done it. No, no, this is she's still nobody. They're pandering to Nobody's me. ever done Stop it. Stop molly coddling me. What do you think? I'm an idiot. She's the first ever at her local bowling alley to roll a no tap 300. Like nobody's ever run rolled a no tap 300. I won before. the 40 miles and under Indianapolis 500. They're not saying she bowled a 300. They're saying she bowled a no-tap 300. So anyway. I had a perfect game in golf. No-tap rules. So she said, I won't give up. I won't give up no matter how old I am. I won the UFC championship. <laughs> I love bowling. And the best I've ever bowled is, like, somewhere in the 230s. And, I mean, and if you're rolling a 230, you've had a hell of an outing. And, and you probably have left, like, no open frames. You've had a couple, right. you know, spares or whatever. You but emptied the tank. You emptied the tank. How many, but How many strikes do you think you would have in a game where you rolled 230? If I rolled a 230, I, I would say at least six strikes. That's awesome. Yeah. I was getting into the, the bowling thing because we had a bowling alley that was close to us. And I, I got the ball and everything. I got all the stuff. And and I, I I really do enjoy the game. I find it it's a lot, lot of fun. fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just it's kind of relaxing. Yep. And <laughs> uh, and then I I did it, and I was really practicing, and I f my wrist up for a yeah. while. Yeah. And I'm like I I don't what I, I, the I can't, way I can't do it because of my shoulder. Okay. So right. so so case for for your you kind of bowl in a way that. Um, I put English on it. You cradle the ball. Yeah, sorted. I cradle the ball. I basically just put my my ring finger and middle finger in the, in the holes, and right. then I, then I cup the rest of it with. So no, only my two fingers go in the holes, and and I and I throw a little English on it. But I I joined a couple. I've been in a few leagues, right? And I love league bowling. I mean, it, it kind of. Well, here's the deal, Press. You and I have bowled together, and we've bowled leisurely. But like, dude, 
I'm trying to beat Preston. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I bowl against my children, I'm trying to beat my kids. Right. Um, I'm, you know, if I'm bowling, the hell I'm her. trying to have the best score out of anybody that I'm bowling with. Right, so, right. so for me, it's never. You're going down, Grandma. It's never like 100% leisure. But when you're in a league, what's what's so my plant leg, right? So I plant with my left leg. My quad is my left quad is a little sore at the end of a, of a bowling match. Is it's wild, but then also, Hi, what you have to deal with is um, the the oil on the lanes are, right. are different in the third game than they are in the in the first game. So well, you, these are you, specific you, things that are, that yeah. somebody who bowls a lot would be aware. of. It's wild. You have to like adapt to all that. Right. Stuff. Of yeah. course. Oh yeah. man, I want to. I want to join another bowling league. Why don't you face off against Grandma? Apparently, they, they, they bend the rules. Pandemics over. They're not bending the rules. Absolutely, <laughs> she's living a lie. All right, uh, let me see what else I got in the junk drawer. Hi, here. Grandma. <laughs> All right, so if you're looking to move somewhere with a healthy lifestyle, you might think about Colorado. U.S. News and World Report examined nearly 3,000 counties, looking at factors like environment, food, safety, and access to care. The results, six out of the ten healthiest counties in the United States were in Colorado. Whoa. Does not surprise me. Colorado just makes you feel, uh, it's just a, it has a, a, crisp is the word that comes to well, mind. Well, nature is a big part of and it. Pot. And And getting in nature <laughs> yeah, is yeah. a big part of it. And so Nick's family lives in, his mom and dad live in Colorado. I, the last time I went there, I saw so many, and it was in the summertime. Right. Everybody was outside exercising. You are forced to go outside. There's yeah. nothing about Colorado that wants you, makes you want to stay inside. Yeah, uh, yeah. My parents spend uh, half the year. They're actually driving back today um, to spend the other half of the year here in Pennsylvania. They're entering a bowling tournament, right? Yeah, no, they, they, they like being, per, per, they get uh, they get depressed when they leave Colorado, and they love PA. They love being close to family back here, but they really prefer to be in Colorado at this point. And uh, and I don't blame them. My my youngest brother Josh moved there as well. And listen, I love my job. I love my son. I love my life in PA. But if I lived anywhere else in this country would be Colorado. It's where you go to break bones. Well, <laughs> there are upsides and downsides, but um, I'd go back in a heartbeat. Well, he's broken his bones in many states. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So, <laughs> broken ankles in New Hampshire. Ah, uh, the stand west for Nick. Right, yeah. So, wait. All right, Nick so you, has a scrapbook full of x-rays. <laughs> your ankle in New Hampshire, your leg in Colorado. Uh, your bone in uh, Jack Frost. Yep. Okay, that was still Pennsylvania, so it almost doesn't count. Yeah. Um, was, was the, uh, I'm sorry, the Achilles was in New Hampshire? Uh, I ruptured my Achilles and tore a calf muscle, so it technically didn't break a bone right. in New Hampshire. Just bro- I've only broken two bones. Oh, okay. Arizona's also a, uh, a healthy... I love yeah, so, so the number would... one spot went to uh, Los Alamos, New Mexico. Okay. Mm-hmm. And other spots belong to counties in Virginia and Minnesota as well. Oh, uh, partic- wow. What county in, in particular in Virginia? It doesn't say. Oh. Uh, but six of them are in Colorado. All right. So I have this, and I think it's a disorder, where whenever I go and vacation somewhere, I want to live there. I don't know if you guys end up having that as no, well. No? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I enjoy it, but yeah. I don't always. I, I, I always think that the notion is if I live there, I would enjoy it less. Yeah. Uh, the other day, I just said, I, I, I want to be in Hawaii right now. <laughs> right now. Could you live there? I don't know, Nick, just because of the island nature. I mean, I can see island fever where you yeah. just feel, even though you're in an expanse, yeah. you still feel kind of trapped. Uh, it's so gorgeous. I, I don't know, but it's so tranquil. Yeah, and I, I, so I had a friend that lived there for two years, and she could not wait to leave. Like, she hmm. couldn't get out of there fast, fast enough. enough. Yeah, huh. and, like, I went over and, and visited, and, of course, you know, I was only there for two weeks or whatever I was there for, and, uh, you know... 
I, I was like, I don't understand how you would ever want to leave. I don't understand how, you know, you how always... she needed, like, she, I'm telling you, she was like, no, I need to come home. Like, this, she was a teacher. She yeah. said the school year can't end quick enough. It's interesting because if you do live in a place, it's like, you know, you, you oh, I, I want to work in that place or I want to, anything, any, too much of anything can I guess, yeah. sully it. And I know Hawaii is fantastic and gorgeous, but I wonder if it would wear thin after a while. Uh, Nick looked up the county in Virginia, Steve. It's Loudoun County, Virginia. It's right outside of D.C. Huh. Just uh, where Leesburg is, so north and west of D.C. Wow, wouldn't expect that. Uh, There's another one, uh, Falls Church, Virginia. My other brother lives in Falls Church. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Marissa's boyfriend lived in Colorado for a long time and named his beer company after Larimer County. There's just, there's a lot to be said for that type of lifestyle and, um, healthy living. Healthy living. Yeah. Getting outside and listen, you made a joke about pot, but if that's, uh, if that floats your boat, um, places where it's legal like that and, and and practically encouraged. Yeah. So I I had to look up the unhealthiest counties in the country and the, uh, so I couldn't find that, but the unhealthiest county in Pennsylvania, Kathy. Is Philadelphia County. Thank God it's not Delco or Bucksco, right? <laughs> yeah, we're pretty healthy out yeah. in Bucksco. <laughs> the unhealthiest county in Pennsylvania? Yeah. Okay. Philadelphia. Is that true? Like, you you actually look that I'm up? I'm looking oh, it okay. up right now. Yep. All right. So, Colorado, if you if you want to get healthy, it's, you're kind of encouraged by uh, the, your surroundings to do that. All right. What else? Junk car. Okay. Here we go. Um, how about this? This is hilarious. A new ad. So, we had... Um, uh, it was uh, National Voter Registration Day recently. Yes. A new ad uses strippers in lingerie to encourage voters to, quote, get your booty to the poll. It's hilarious. Have you seen it? It's a lot of booty. Uh, it's a yeah. lot of booty. Yeah. It's ahead of the 2020 presidential election. The ad uses exotic dancers in bright colors to draw attention before going into election specifics like nominations for district attorney, sheriffs, and county officials. And there's, like, writing on their butts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, booty to the poll. Obviously, it's tongue-in-cheek about the the voting polls. Uh, but, yeah, they, they are not, they're not holding back. Now, what I don't know is if this didn't run on TV or anything. I can't this, imagine this it gotta did. It's got to be just online because they're, yeah. they're wearing, you know, G-strings and stuff. And they're <laughs> in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, was, I saw this on Sprout, I think. Did you, okay. Yeah. 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 Right. So it is run. It's running on TV on Sprout and Nickelodeon. Uh, the ad concludes by advertising their website, which is called GetYourBootyToThePole.com. So I'd never seen a stripper ad before, specifically one for voting. You got to get creative because yeah. we, we talk about it all the time. And God bless uh, you know the whole process, but the inundation of political commercials where you know we're we're in it now. We're in the thick of it. Oh yeah, and more to come. More to come. A lot more to come. Yeah. All right, uh, here's another thing. Oh, wait, let me reach in the drawer first and get it. Because um, I'm actually reaching into a drawer to get these stories. We are. Theater of the mind. So this is about windshield wipers. Uh, this guy wrote this article. I didn't get a chance to see what the source was, but I, I, I'm i in this camp. Okay, so All right. there's a phenomenon with windshield wipers that he is, that this guy's noticed with people. Are you the noticer, or is this the junk? No, no, Uh, it's not me noticing it. This is this guy noticing the the author of this article. He said, "When it's raining, so he's he does automotive. uh, um, He has like an automotive column. When it's raining, some drivers will staunchly refuse to turn on their wipers until the windshield is absolutely so pockmarked with water droplets 
that looking out of it looks like like you're looking out of some bizarre painting or but something you can't like see. that. I've yes. seen, I've seen, uh, and I does he uh, hypothesize as to why people he does. would do that, and what what is the and reason? And I think that I may fall into this category. You don't okay. turn it on. I no, I turn them on, but I I wait. wait. I wait. I don't. I don't start right away. And you don't want to burn gas needlessly. And this is what he thinks. Uh, no, it's not that at all. Oh, it's an an inane stubbornness. By putting the wipers on, you are admitting some kind of defeat. <laughs> no, really? you are. You have the rain has beaten you. Yes, one hundred percent. Once once those wipers are on, yeah. Nature knows she has bested you. It is the same phenomenon. <laughs> That uh, why I refuse to turn on the air conditioning in May, even though it's warm out, because I am then giving in to nature, saying mm-hmm. it's warm enough mm-hmm. that I have to turn this on. So and, yes, and just this weird little same mindset. It's, it's completely idiotic, mm-hmm. and I acknowledge that. Yeah. What about but like putting anyway. on a coat as it gets colder? Nah, for me, it's like it's it's the admitting to nature that I need to use a right. machine to beat nature. But some people are that way, Steve, yeah. as well. It's like wearing shorts or shorts. Or jacket we talked, or we talked about like the that. phenomenon of the, of the all the way yeah. through the winter shorts wearing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, so I just put the rain X on my windshield. So what do you think of it? I, I love, love it. it. I it's love the best. It I love it, and it's so much, man. It, you, what do you you do? You just I, you, so you don't clean it. You clean your windshield first, yeah, and then you just put it on a rag and wipe it on, and you wait like five minutes, and and you're golden, dude. It can be. Torrential downpour and not a problem, and not you don't have to turn your wipers it's on. It's insane, man. Yep. So, uh, how often do you apply it? Like twice a year, but like I said, when it gets cold, you, you, you're not supposed to do that. So okay. Now, yeah. my uh, my brother in law is uh, he works in automotive, and he recommends that you don't do it. it. The layer will build up over time. Okay. Oh, if you do really? it frequently if you do it all the time okay now to what extent that's going to cause i don't know what what, what kind of a know. problem yeah so i do it does it get rid of coffee stains on I... your upholstery <laughs> <laughs> to be honest i do it like every other year it, it right. only lasts for a couple months yeah. all right uh, it's, but uh, that's it I, i've seen i've seen it you know uh, videos of people have used it in commercials it looks like it's amazing it's yep. not like when you do it and see it in person yeah you, it's like no pictures or video does it any justice i did it last year about a year ago, and then I just reapplied it again a couple of days ago. But, Steve, I drove from here to Niagara Falls, and it right. rained a lot on the way up. I didn't even have to turn the wipers on. I mean, I yep. did. And then you drove into the falls. I right. drove into the falls. And you could, <laughs> I could see everything. Everything. And then you turned yeah. on your air supply, and it was suddenly a yeah. submarine. And uh, then you saw a Russian sub, and you fired torpedoes. It was an amazing uh, afternoon. It's amazing how, like, when you are driving with, with the windshield wipers, like, how sort of second nature a lot of these thing, things are that you do while you're driving. Well, your windshield wipers are automatic, right? You have yeah. you set on auto, right? Um, no, mine aren't. My my other car, they, they right. I was like, wait a second, I didn't turn these wipers on. Um, What's going yeah. on? The sensors did. I don't touch the wipers. I have the, the automatic on wipers yeah. on, oh, okay. and so I don't, I can't remember the last time Ooh, I, I touched it. They they work pretty good. Like, I have it at a good speed where, right. you know, it'll give me enough clearance. So I, I sold my Corvette recently and uh, the unwritten rule uh, Corvette is owners, uh, you don't take it out when it rains. Right. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah you don't. You don't. Uh, <laughs> number one, you don't want your precious car getting dirty. Mm-hmm. And number two, it's got a lot of horsepower and it's rear-wheel drive and you can slip and slide all over the gotcha. place. Gotcha. So, uh, and I remember one time I was in a pinch, I was in the rain, I didn't know it was going to rain, 
and I didn't know how to turn on the windshield wipers. On <laughs> no, the really? Oh, that's funny. And I'm like, fiddling. Do I twist it? Do I go up and down? I don't know. And I was all scared and freaked <laughs> out. What's going on? <laughs> Maybe I should drive faster. <sighs> so it's not working. Yeah. <laughs> Did you clean that car a lot? Uh, yeah, fair amount. Okay, like yeah. we're, like anybody Did I know. You do it slowly in short shorts. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, no, but anybody I know that has a car like that, like they're obsessed with cleaning it. Yeah. And it always has to be spotless. Well, and they yeah. do it themselves. Yeah. And there's special cleaning supplies and I didn't have I wasn't aware of that. Supplies, no. no. But uh yeah, yeah, it's you know you did, like you'd go out with a rag and like check each I would, little dust and, particle. Any little yeah. bitty yeah. thing, even in the wheel well, yes. little oh, black yeah. marks, get tire in there. Shine. Toothbrush. I, I, didn't really, I didn't really do the tire shine. No, I didn't do yeah. I didn't get to toothbrush right. level. But I love the tire yeah, shine. Yeah, yeah, keeping it showroom clean is kind of I watched my friend's husband clean his car and I was like what I don't understand what he's doing what's happening there <laughs> I he's like well don't you see that little spot I'm like no, yeah, no. you've got to Kathy. drive it and enjoy it yeah. just think of inside your house like, yeah, well, yeah. I mean listen I know I, yeah. I I understand but it just was so funny at how meticulous he was yeah. I keep my car about... clean for resale for resale I mean I make yeah. sure I, I yeah. keep I yours always... is always clean now. yeah and I yeah because eventually when I when I trade it in I wanted to be Mine should be good for resale. It has a nice mocha scent. <laughs> <laughs> the natural yeah. mocha, but the natural like, mocha it's, scent. It's a psychosomatic thing. Like, don't you feel like your car drives better when it's clean? You know, uh, like, you're like, oh man, this. I am more aware of my car when it's clean. I okay. used, I used to, you know? I used to every maybe every couple of months I'd do it, and and yeah. and uh, and it was not, of course. It's just different. Sometimes your mindset. I was never a car guy. I always had, you know, used cars by a couple of years, and it was, you know. But then I, I, I started to fall in love with them a little bit, and and then you do want them to look nice. You also want to make sure that you clean like salt off and yeah. stuff like that, corrosive uh, materials. Yeah, it well, becomes part of a part of the maintenance. So I'm a, I'm a like a monthly member of my car wash, right? So I can get my car wash as many right. times as I want a month. But I've I've noticed though because I was talking about the tire shine that when my car is clean, it doesn't look as good unless I put the tire shine on. Do you? Uh-huh. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I yeah. love that. You're all a bunch of privileged jackasses. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a texter says. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but right below that, somebody had said, uh, I got my first Harley Davidson in June. I clean it every weekend. There you go. It also, it's something to do. It's so you oh. appreciate what you have. And, I clean and, it all the time. And taking <laughs> really good care of it. Somebody texted in earlier, Steve, um, that saw Bill. Uh, I got to find it, Preston. He saw it because Bill brought his Harley into work today, and this person saw him out on the road. So, um, and he had an observation. I want to see if you guys agree with it, but I'll, I'll find it. By the way, there was a gorgeous one in the parking lot the other day. Oh, it was there? blue on it. I don't, it Is wasn't. That, that might be Bill. Bill's I don't electric. think it's Bill. Bill's is blue and pink. Is it? Yeah, no, it's blue. But uh... <laughs> uh, if that's Bill's, he's oh, got really? a good-looking bike. Yeah, yeah it, it is nice Who's looking. else would it be? Um, Nobody else is in this building except that's for true. us. That's true. That's true. I wanted to ask you guys about, because I, I found this, I have this tendency when I'm driving and I, I'm going around a curve, a lot of times I put my turn signal on. Even, like, and I don't know why. I think Just it's like... Out of habit? Out of habit. Out of, out of a second... No. Like, it's a second nature thing. I obviously use my turn signal every time I'm supposed to. But <laughs> if I'm if I'm going around a curve that actually has, like, a, a pretty decent angle to it, right. I turn my turn signal on. And no. I'm like, why did I just do that? I, I do it going home all the time because I, I got to... Why am I doing this? Here, I want to... this. this... Speaking of not understanding something, uh, let me go to Kevin because uh, I don't quite get this. Hey, Kev, good morning. Hey, uh, as for windshield wipers, 
Yeah. Do you guys ever feel self-conscious about the speed of yours versus the speed of everybody else? <laughs> no. Well, his is on fast. I, Mine I know isn't. what he's talking about. If you see, I think someone looks goofy if they've ha- if they have their windshield wipers cranked up all the way and the, like you've gone through a storm and they're still running at ultra high speed. I can see like that. A light drizzle. And you see somebody with theirs like bang, bang, like pull across their windshield. It's and embarrassing. You're like, I yeah. hope I'm not that guy. You idiot. You should be ashamed of yourself. No, I can see that. I think he makes a point. You don't want to be the I idiot who's, who still has your windshield wipers. I won't turn mine on. I just, I, I'll, I'll flick the switch forward and let them flick on and then pop them right back off because I don't want anybody else to know that I'm worried about the rain, you know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, may, I'll manually hit him. Thanks, Kev. Uh, we're looking at a picture of Bill Weston's bike. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's I saw gorgeous. it out in the parking lot. Man, he must have polished it up because it was a I, – I stopped and admired it for a moment. It was uh, – I was Actually, I rubbed one out on it. Yes. <laughs> what is this? Um, no, I saw – I didn't clean up all the uh, polish. Here's the text that Nick uh, saw. I said, I just saw Bill Weston riding his motorcycle. He looks like a modern-day modern, dr- modern day Ichabod Crane. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's From Headless Horseman, huh? Yeah. Okay. We actually found out he looks like Matthew Modine. He does. He absolutely does. Should we get Bill an Annabelle doll to put on the back seat of his oh, motorcycle? That's perfect. Wait, do we do, we had an Annabelle doll, did we not? What yeah, we I don't know where that? it went. It pisses me off. All right, let me see what else we got. The junk drawer. That was did you hear the mousetrap? Oh, it's man. amazing. It's incredible. Um George Washington couldn't topple it. But more than two hundred years later, a thing called Holliston's balancing rock. Has been toppled. It is a large rock that weighs five tons, twenty feet long, ten feet wide, six feet thick. Was spotted uh, to uh, have fallen down sometime on Tuesday afternoon, and it's got some history to it. Local town legend has it that George Washington, on a tour of Massachusetts in 1789, came upon the rock off of disgusting. What is today? No, he didn't come upon the rock. (laughs) Anyhow, uh, he what is what is known today as Washington Street. Uh-huh. Washington and the troops accompanying him on his tour of the eastern states came upon the balancing rock. And here he paused to contemplate the precariously t- uh, tilted rock. And as tradition is recorded, he made a valiant attempt to dislodge the boulder. Uh, he probably wasn't the first to attempt it, and he wasn't the last. Several of his men tried and failed. And hundreds of years later, the balanced rock has finally fallen over. They I've don't, seen this rock. They this is very famous. They don't know how, uh, but it oh. uh, it fell. How shall I topple this rock? Yeah. And why do they call it tying the knot? So it's just one of those things that's been there forever. Yeah, and, you know, for for local, gen, you know, current generations, and that has now come. What to was an that end. rock? That boulder pressed, and uh, and it, the people got in trouble. It was a um, they, they was out west. It was out yep. west, and yeah. it was a uh, kind of a. A monumental sort of destination yeah. point, and they effed with it and caused it to topple. Yeah, Do you remember I, don't that? Remember, I don't remember the exact yeah. name of it, but I remember that story. Yeah. Just, dude, come on, just man. leave it there. It's it's leave nature, it and and so with, with this thing, I hope that it just fell. I hope somebody There's not didn't. an old woman underneath there. <laughs> oh my god, an old woman who just won a bowling trip. <laughs> <laughs> she was celebrating her new tab three hundred. Uh huh. Got the on the rock. <laughs> Holy Jesus! Because <laughs> you have. You have to assume that those rocks are there uh, uh, through glaciers, right? Like, like they were glacially put uh, there. Or FedEx. Yeah, FedEx yeah. possibly. Mm-hmm. Nick, you did um, uh, Acadia National Park this summer. Did you, and uh, when you went to Cadillac Mountain, did you hike around there? And, and did you get to that one overlook where the giant boulder is there? 
Uh, I mean, I did go to the Cadillac Mountain. I don't remember the boulder you're talking okay, about. Okay, yeah, but... no, you would know it. Um, yeah, so there's just this boulder that's overlooking this cliff. You're like, how the f did this thing get here? And it glaciers. was you know, glaciers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they have a couple of those in Yellowstone too. Where like in the middle of the woods will just be this giant boulder completely out of place, and it's like that that was moved there glacially. Yeah, where's yeah. That, where's that? There are so many structures and so many like monument um, park. Uh, you know, we, you have these incredible. Bizarre things. He said, "How did that? How did that possibly form that way?" But yeah. that's erosion and and the, the the glacial movement. It's amazing. Yep, it's very very. I mean, Devil's slow. Tower is a perfect example of something that seems like how yeah. how could that possibly be? Yep, over time it happens. So this this rock, uh, this <laughs> apparently this legend. It's all they have in this town, man. They just got they, they got the rock. They got the rock. They don't have it anymore. I got a big stack of porn mags. But Steve, now it's a monument to the woman who bowled a no tap three hundred. And she's yeah. underneath. Yeah. I just won a rigged bowling tournament. Oh. All right, I have some other things here. All right, uh, if you're tired of the same old emojis, good, clap your hands. Good news. You're going to have over 200 new options come next year. I can't even find them anymore. No, there's too there's many. There's too many. Yep. Who, who, uh, who is the main provider of emojis? A really good question. Uh, I know that, like, Apple generates their own. Here we go. The Unicorn Consortium. Ah, uh, sounds ominous. As the organization in charge of emoji creation. You are now a member of the Unicorn Consortium. <laughs> you, this is Diabolus. He created the poop emoji. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got to be a legend then in the world of the Unicorn Consortium. <laughs> this man created the eggplant emoji. Which is also used penis. as a penis. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, a new load of emojis are being unveiled next year. We shall unleash a new bunch of emojis on the world. Uh, many of which will reflect the chaos of 2020, uh, including a mending heart, a heart on fire, and a face with spiral eyes. Spiral eyes? They're watching. Oh, so what is that supposed to be like? Uh, days? Hi- Hypnotized, I would imagine, yeah. type uh, of thing? Or... I think maybe you're effed up. Face in the clouds, face exhaling. I like the heart on fire. Yeah. Does that mean I'm burning up with love? Woman with beard, person with beard. Beard without person. See, um, okay, but the woman with beard just looks, looks like, like a, a guy. guy with a yeah, beard. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You no, know, it has the female hair. That's the female hairline that How they use. How would you use. know? Because oh. I'm just saying in the emojis, oh, that's what right. they use. As the female hair. Okay, so uh, the consortium. Uh, also included over 200 different skin tone selections, as well as gender-inclusive options with male, female, and gender-neutral beards. I think I'd pass by. The nuances in an emoji are often lost on me. Yeah. yeah me too. I, I, t- I got to put my glasses on to see. Yeah. You can't see without your glasses. <laughs> That's right. I tend to not do... Um... He can't see without his glasses. Put his glasses on. Put his glasses. glasses. I try not to do skin tone. I try to just keep my my emojis yellow. Yeah, it's the, the the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, I, I stay with that skin tone as well. Uh, okay, what else? I have time for more. Yeah, one more. One more. One more. I got to make it a good one here. Um, all right, yes. Well, I'm with. What's this. it going to be, boy? Uh, it's going to be yes. A team of paleontologists have discovered what they believe is the world's oldest animal sperm. 
frozen inside a tiny crustacean in a blob of tree resin in Myanmar. One hundred. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the archaeologist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One hundred million years ago. Uh, the oldest known examples of fossilized animal sperm were previously oh, yeah. a, mere, <laughs> a mere 17 million years ago. According to a team of experts led by Wang He oh, yeah. of the Chinese Academy of Science. What, what do they believe? The uh, the sperm from what uh, creature do they leave again? Yes. They were f- well, the sperm were found inside an ostracod. A, a pterodactyl's mouth. A kind <laughs> 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 a kind of crustacean that has existed for 500 million years and can be found in many oceans today. Who knew that the, the dinosaurs performed oral on each other? Uh, they were found in the body of a female specimen, indicating that she must have been fertilized shortly before being trapped in the tree resin. A female archaeologist. <laughs> uh, to make the find even more special, the sperm were also described as giants, measuring up to 4.6 times the size of the body of the male. Dude, they found it in amber, just like in Jurassic yeah. Park. I mean, that's pretty remarkable that that is actually possible. They've danced around that concept. That was a Michael Crichton um, book, I believe. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the, the, a lot of the stuff that they initially poo-pooed from uh, the, uh, saying that's really not a possibility, they're starting to find out that's well, a possibility. They're finding these things, but I also read a story that said the fact is, even though it's it's uh, kept in there and it's it's been yeah. preserved... The DNA doesn't survive uh, to be used. Now, are they making inroads in ge- in reactivating the genetics? That I don't material. know. But I know things like uh, the woolly mammoth, they've yeah. had more success with right. being able to possibly well, they're more recent genetically too. recreate them. Right, like the saber-toothed tiger would be in that realm as well, right? That was that was more post-dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, because with the, with the mammoth, for example, they have actual genetic material. You know, it, it's not... Um, and wallets. It, and it's not 100 million years old. You know, it's 10,000 years old. Yeah. Right. Uh, fossilized shells of the ostracods are common, but finding a specimen with, quote, soft parts is rare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is so horny, he would hump a, he'd hump a dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. There are be my Cretaceous <laughs> thing. There there are several conflicting theories about You're the, be my regular Cretaceous thing. the evolutionary value of such giant sperms. Oh, yeah. For example... <laughs> you, never, you never knew archaeology could be so uh, erotic. For example, experiments have shown that in one group, a high degree of uh, competition between males can lead to a longer sperm life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> While in another group, a low degree of competition also led to a longer sperm life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, idiot. I do like the cartoon in Jurassic Park where they... The, so do I. The yeah. little thing teaches you about dino, dino DNA. DNA. Yeah. What the hell is this crap? <laughs> Dinosaur. You're all going to die. Yeah. You don't know, but there's virtually no safety measures inside the park. <laughs> When you take your little ride later on, look at the nine wires that are separating you and a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> That's a dinosaur. That seems rather stupid, doesn't it? <laughs> the nine wires. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's not a storm coming. Mm-hmm. All right. That'd be unfortunate if the power went out. <laughs> And that is all I have for the junk drawer this morning, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for allowing me to clean it out. 
All right, we're going to take ourselves a break and, uh, yeah, hang close because we got some more good stuff coming for you, my friend. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Marissa had noticed something yesterday, and uh, I guess she's the noticer today. Yes. Uh, but she had texted uh, out to us in a, in a group text, and we all started to kind of chime in with a few stories here and there, so I thought it might be worth exploring on the air. But Marissa, describe what you saw. Yeah, I was going for a jog yesterday right around sunset, um, right before, and as I was a approaching um, a woman and her dog, her puppy kept barking at something on the other side of this fence. And I thought it was near train tracks, so I thought maybe there was a train. I thought maybe there was a person or an animal or something. And as I got closer and kept looking to my right to see what was going on, the dog was freaking out at the sun. Really? Like the sun was cutting between two buildings and through the trees, and this woman could not get her dog away from this area, and he just kept barking and barking and barking. And it was at the sun. So it was something about the sun that was bothering this dog yes. and had to make a vocal note, which which then led to a, a back and forth uh, between some of us. Um, not standard odd behaviors of your pets, but your pet does something you're pretty sure no other pet does. <laughs> Quirky. It's got, got a thing. Yeah. That, that, uh, that you don't know. You can't explain it. You don't know why. But for whatever, they react to something. In particular case. Yeah, I had a question about um, LED string lights because my dog won't go into my daughter's room and she has these LED string lights. And Steve, you're you're kind of like the pet person. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you had heard about. I don't know if there is a frequency that he doesn't like, you know, ear wise or if there is just a if it's his eyes do not like the the glow of these lights. But he all that's will, possible. Yeah, he will I, I, not go in that room. Just won't go into that room. Every won't other room, in. fine. What about Christmas lights or anything? Does that throw Christmas him off? Christmas lights are fine. Okay. Christmas lights are fine. And I didn't discover this until a, a few weeks ago where um, my uh, daughter was. And, and so I had to leave for work and I went to put the dog in that room. And he was like, I'm not going in there. And like he like ran away. So I actually had to wake my daughter up and put her in my bedroom because uh, she was the only other one home, and and so she, I was like, you have to go in there because I'm like Reggie won't go in in the room with you. Huh? One of my I've cat- never heard of that. One yeah. of my cats would not go near my mom's. It was one pair of sneakers. They were pink and black. Every time she would come over, if she would take them off and like they'd be sitting somewhere in the house, like he would purposely walk around them and like his back would go up and his hair would go up if he mistakenly got close to it. <laughs> Is this the one that hated its own reflection yes. in the mirror? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. That, that was him. But it was it was one set of sneakers. They were pink and black and we could not figure out like the soles kind of had this like I don't know, it was it was like a weird bubbly um sole and I I don't know what Something the hell he weird. thought it was, but so there's a quirk I, or something that they see, or even sometimes it can be a scent that sends them into that that rage, or that the tail goes up, and it's it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm pretty now. I'm not a I'm not a pet psychologist, but I'm pretty sure your cat was mentally. Ill. There was something, there was something wrong with that little there guy. Was, that video, <laughs> Kathy was on. For those who don't yeah. know, if you haven't been with the show for a long time, Kathy's had a video that was on America's Funniest Home Videos, and it was of they had this swivel mirror. Yeah, and when they would turn it around, and the cat would see its own reflection. I mean. Not just skeeved out a little. The no. cat freaked the f. I wonder if we still have that. out screaming. It was so bad that at, because we would hear things crash and knock over at night, so we actually had to cover. So I had to turn that mirror around, and then we had to cover other mirrors in our rooms with blankets and sheets because he would absolutely freak out if he saw his reflection. All right, let me go to Karen. This sounds like a, a unique, quirky thing. Hi, Karen. Good morning. 
Good morning, guys. Hi. Yeah, um, we have an SPCA special who we love dearly, um, and she will bite the shovel when we are digging a hole in the ground. It's a little bit treacherous. <laughs> okay. It's a Likes little to bite crazy. the shovel. She will attack the shovel. Freaks out over the shovel. Get, s- somehow the they get it in them. Any other any other uh, appliance or, or uh, uh, gardening tool like that? Uh, she tries to bite the water coming out of the hose, too. <laughs> yes, okay. that's, that's fairly that's common. The dog yeah, playing. Yeah, 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 the dog playing. Yeah. But for some reason, this dog has it in his mind. Now, is it when when she bites the shovel, is it is it with, uh, you know... Aggression? With, yeah. It doesn't seem to be. She doesn't growl or anything, but it does make digging with the shovel a little bit challenging. I'll bet. They're like, like those shoes, Kathy. There's Thanks, something Karen. that just sets them off. I, I, I had a cat, uh, Peanut, and Peanut was rescued from a, uh, a hoarder, a cat hoarder. And this person had like 80, 90 cats in the house, and uh, Peanut had sort of chewed her way, gotten into the, the drywall was to protect herself from the other cats, which were attacking each other. So she really was inside all of her life. And for a, a brief minute, we took her out on the deck one time of our house, and, you know, we were watching her, and uh, it was a windy day, and the wind scared the F out of this cat. And she was like, she hunched down like, what? You could just see, like, what is that? And was just terrified, so we immediately had to get her inside. We have uh, we have the America's Funny Home Videos yeah. audio uh, from Kathy yes. and her cat. Okay. And the cat's name was? Uh, well, this was Black Cat. This is Black Cat. Yeah. Okay, here Call we go. Call him Buddy. <laughs> this is our sweet, loving cat before he finds himself in the mirror. Hi, bud. How much bad luck would it be <laughs> if a black cat breaks a mirror? Turning the mirror around. <laughs> Last turn, that's me. That's and we used to have the isolated audio. Yes, of that, I had it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would happen all of the time in the middle of the night. It was scary. My dogs. This is the only quirky thing I could think of. Uh, my dogs are. They don't like having their pictures taken. What? Yeah. What do you mean? It's bizarre. I will. They'll be sitting there, and, <laughs> and I want to get. I want to get a, a photo of them loving on me or whatever you know, like, yeah. licking my face and whatnot. And, and, it's, and I have my phone out and camera all the time. So it's not like they're afraid of it. But the second that I hold it up, they're like, no, 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 no. No, I don't look good. They put the paw up in front of their... No, they, <laughs> don't, do, they don't do the paw thing. Like, nope, I'm out of here. Because I'm like, you guys are so adorable. Let me get a picture. Right. No, nothing. nothing. And I will even... Sometimes I will hold it up and not take a picture... And it doesn't bother them. But the moment they, that I'm when about they, ready to take a photo, they're like, nope, not having it. So no they're pictures. able to delineate between a photo, like a pretend, what? and then uh, I wonder seems- if you were to head up a, a hold up a camera that was not a real camera. It's and, what it seems like to me. Yeah, like that. I don't know. Marissa, hang on a second. I'm sorry. Preston, my friend's dog does the same thing. He's an adorable pit rescue, and he's great. But as soon as you, he like knows, it's in your eyes when you're yeah. about to take a photo. So if you turn on the video and take a video real quick and catch it, then you can freeze frame the video and have right. a picture of that. I was saw on Shark Tank, this guy has an invention that basically baits the dogs into selfies. So it's a, it's a little apparatus that you put on your camera and you can either, whatever your dog likes, if it's a ball, it'll put a ball up there. But if it's a treat, you can put the treat there. And so that will fixate the dog's face oh. onto the actual. That's, that's a good that's idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. I, as a kid, and, and this is when, you know, before you knew everything about anything with the internet and, and other 
pet owners and so on. But and Steve, you know this. Uh, yeah. And we used to think it was hilarious, but uh, cats will chatter. Yes, they will. I we found that we thought it was just our <laughs> cat that did that. Yeah, we yeah. found that hilarious. Why did I do that? Something I don't know. It's sometimes they see imaginary things on the wall. They'll just sit there and go. Or like if they're looking out the window at a bird. Yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. For us, it's, uh, it's it never gets old. Yeah, to me. Oh, it's I hilarious. still find it hilarious. It's a bug. If, yeah. if if Mabel sees a bug anywhere in the house, she'll do the cat chattering. It's, <laughs> it's so it's damn funny. hilarious. And so now I look for bugs just so I can hear the chat. Right, right, right. All right, let me go to what? What's your? You're sure there's something wrong with your animal or unique to your animal who does this weird thing for whatever reason? I'm going to go to Teresa. Hi, Teresa. Good morning. Gadzook. Gadzooks. What's up, Teresa? So I actually have two cats. One is only a little weird. Ginny is scared of the rain. But Myrtle is, she'll stalk me into the bathroom and sit and wait for me to flush the toilet so she can watch. She loves to watch you take a dump. She likes to watch it flush down after. Oh, my God. Wow. I mean, crazy. don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> the weirdest cat I've ever met in my entire life. I love her, but I, ugh. Yeah, no, cats, oh, by the way, cats are, and there's been, there have been studies on this. When I go to the, uh, when I wake up and go in to get prepared in the morning, I have two cats that follow me. They, actually three, Punky will come in. God has got to put the sink on for her. She'll jump up and drink out of the sink. Yeah. And both um, uh, Hubert and Lily will come in. They've got to just come into the bathroom with me. And it's something <laughs> yeah. that it, it, it's That's with... the way our dog Rook is. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's the, and, and Haley doesn't. But yeah. He wants to be wants in there to with be in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, you guys all know Bill Beck. He's a friend yes. of ours. Uh, he follows I, you in the bathroom. He does. Yeah. It's weird. I'm like, come on, man. Oh, Not yeah. this time. I just, you know, oh, yeah. especially <laughs> when I'm wiping. It's vulnerable time. It's a bad yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, he has a dog. And I don't know. And Bill, if you're listening, send me the video. The dog only would walk up the stairs backwards. I'd love to see that. Dude, it's, wow. It's wild. Like, it, and okay. so he showed me a video of it. The dog did not like walking up the stairs. They get, they uh, get, some of them get scared mm-hmm. and some of them don't know how to, how to uh, negotiate the stairs. Yeah, um, sometimes you just kind of have to really force the issue and they go down once and they're like, oh, there's nothing to it. Okay. Let me go to Anthony. Something like that. Anthony, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, bud? Hey, so, yeah, basically kind of like that. When I let my, he's a pit rescue, he's a male. When he comes back in the house, he won't cross the threshold and walk through the kitchen forwards. He has to turn around and walk the whole thing backwards. <laughs> like he's going down a ladder, right? <laughs> I've that, never I've never seen a dog purposely walk backwards. I mean, like, if you're, if you're, if something gets in their way, right. I see them back away, but I never see them actively, I'm just going to back up here. I'm going to moonwalk yeah, yeah. into the house. <laughs> it, would ha- it would have to have that look. Tried to clear it out, Laura would treat but he won't do it. He has to turn around and do this weird backwards thing all the way through the kitchen. That's funny. That's they, hilarious. There has to be some level of OCD with some. Yes. Animals. Yeah. 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 You know, for for whatever reason, they can't explain it, but they have a compulsion to do something a certain way. Well, Yorkies, they say, are OCD. Um, I haven't really noticed or, that behavior. Or obsessive. Obsessive. Okay. Maybe. God, they bark like crazy. <laughs> well, also with that. things that they get attached to, with chew toys or socks or shoes, or uh, they're they're very uh, possession oriented. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, now that I see. Uh, okay, how about this? I'm going to go to Frank. Hi, Frank. Good morning. Bonjour, bitches. <laughs> Bonjour to you too. Bonjour, bitch. What's up, Frank? <laughs> uh, so I had a sheepdog, big old sheepdog, and what she would do is she would take all the kibble in her mouth. It's a big dog, so a lot of kibble. And then would run full speed into the living room, twist her head and open her mouth, so like a shotgun blast of kibble 
would go all over the room. So she would throw it on purpose? Yeah. Okay. And then it would go underneath the couch, and she would bark like crazy at the couch like, my, I can't get my food. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 one of those bizarre behaviors. One of the things they'll do, cats do it a lot, is uh, so if you give... We were all, uh, you know, hardwood floors in the house, but you put you put the bowl of food down on the hardwood floor, and uh, when the the cats come over, and then at least we have nine, six <laughs> or seven of them after the meal will go, will will try to cover the food with the floor, yeah, right? Because right. it's it's their instinct, right? Bury. Well, they're, they're burying the food, right. they're hiding oh. the food. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what my sister's dog does. Uh, I think it's a she. She will uh, take like a like a treat, yeah, like a little biscuit, and will hide it and, and basically bury it in couch cushions. Like most dogs, oh. were like, yeah, I'm going to eat this right now. No, Thank no. you. Chelsea yeah. does the same thing in in our in our cat. So she's our dog. Yeah, in the couch are a whole bunch of dental treats that she goes. And then we'll, we'll just be sitting there. We haven't gone and gotten her one, and I'll just look over, and it'll be sticking out of her mouth like a cigar. Yeah. Like, where did that come from? Yeah, so, no, I was just, I yeah. saved this. Yeah, yeah. Put it away for a little bit. I will go to Mike next. Hey, Mike, good morning. Good morning. Uh, quirky attribute of your pet. She uh, is deathly afraid of my kitchen floor. Deathly afraid of your kitchen floor? Yeah. The the whole floor? I I don't know. We when we got the house, she wouldn't go in the middle of the kitchen. She would avoid it. Go under the table, cry, whimper, and we redid the kitchen floor. If she still does the same thing, she'll come in and then directly go underneath the table and around. We would put food and treats in there, and she avoids it like the plague. Now, have you looked underneath the house to see if there is a well or pit that goes to hell? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that yeah. might be it. She's going in the basement, right under that same spot. No problem. Is she, is she is she afraid of more open spaces in the house? No. Huh? It's just yeah. It's, one it, of those things. The, the living dead. Yeah. There's some sort of curse or something. Yeah. Wow. It, it makes you wonder. That, of course, the old thing was, and then there's the the movie the uh, the uninvited. Where the pet wouldn't go upstairs, or they're mm-hmm. like in the conjuring, as they say. Yeah. Uh, the the you know they they can sense this stuff, but that yeah. Sometimes, how many times I'll, I'll be in bed and I'll have one or two or three of the cats, and all their heads will just look out, look down the hallway, and, <laughs> and I'm the only one in the house or something. I'm like, oh, what's no. down there? What's down yeah. there? I say, <laughs> or or like if I'm on the treadmill with my headphones on, and then one of my cats has to sit there and watch me, and then just turns around and looks at the stairs. I'm like. God damn it. Now I have to see what's up at the top of this, too. <laughs> I'm going to go to Dan. Hi, Dan. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good, buddy. What's your story? So, as growing up as a kid, my parents had a golden retriever, and his dog's name was Harley, and the dog was nuts. So, my dad had a Harley, and when the dog, uh, when the bike started up, if the dog was inside, she would bark and go in circles, basically chasing her tail. And if the dog got out of the house, she would put her mouth around the tailpipe as the bike was running. Oh, what? my God! <laughs> that would dude, burn her mouth! Yeah, absolutely, it did. And if you, you had to, like, you know, pull the dog away from the bike. But I wound up later on, I found out the dog was, like, epileptic. So the dog literally was, was nuts. But Wow. Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. We had a cat. Yeah, nice no. We, we had a cat named Linda who uh, we <laughs> believe bit a lamp cord. And I remember, I, t- I think I told the story on the air before. We're, we're, we was we were sitting in the kitchen. We had a huge, two huge sort of hunting dogs, and they had a big bowl of water. We used like a basin that you use to clean clothing in, to, you know. 
And so that was their water bowl. And we're just sitting there, and Linda goes over, jumps up on the edge, and is teetering on all four legs and pisses in their water. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, okay. All right, this one sounds weird. Uh, I will go to Heather. Uh, hi, Heather. Good morning. Good morning, fellas hey. and ladies. What's up, Heather? My best friend's dog, whenever there is a scene from, like, a movie, a TV show of a car on the inside, the interior, with the windshield wipers going, mm-hmm. speaking of windshield wipers, she goes insane. She goes crazy. She barks at the TV. They can't even take her out in their car because if by any chance it's raining, forget it. She goes nuts. Windshield so, wipers. So even on yes. TV. Yes. They watch, um, uh, what was that show? The Whatever police show from the inside, they're chasing, not cops, the one that just got canceled. Right. Anyway. So they like that a lot, and I don't know if it's... Oh, like live PD? Live PD. Yeah. Yeah, so whenever they watch that and there's a scene from inside of the car with windshield wipers going, that's it. So a lot of animals will react to stuff on on TV, and and doorbells, obviously. Uh, And do do your pets recognize the sound of your car? Uh, I don't know. So I live, you know, I'm, 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 my area has a, f- a fair amount of traffic with cars coming and going. There's down both, I'm on a corner, so there's cars going by and, and, and slowing down. But when my car and my, or Claire's car, my wife, stops outside the house, they are all at the door. I mean, or Chelsea comes around. She can know, she knows specifically the sound of our cars. Okay. It's amazing. Yeah, mine. This is this is standard, you know, yeah. dog behavior. But if any uh, any living creature gets within <laughs> oh. one hundred yards of the house, <laughs> that is an affront to their. Yes, territory. I call and my dog yeah. freaking berserk. The mayor, I, oh, the mayor, Jesus has to make sure Christ. that you have that uh-huh. you've been given clearance to walk down our sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Steve, my two cats hear the garage open when I come home. Okay, so they, I mean, no matter where they are in the house, even if they're upstairs, <laughs> they'll hear it. They come tearing down the stairs and then they'll sit at the door for me. Yeah, let me go to Terry. These are very specific things that we're coming into here. Hey, Terry, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, buddy? All right. We had a dog many years ago that used to enjoy watching Teletubbies. <laughs> Your dog loved watching Teletubbies. Now, now he, my wife loved watching him watch Teletubbies, <laughs> but, but, but I laughed at him. So if he was watching Aww. and I came in the room, he would look away. He got embarrassed because you were laughing at him. <laughs> like, like, like he didn't know it was on. Oh but God. while he was watching it, there was one character that would make this sound, uh-oh. Yeah. And when, whenever he heard that, he would go, whoa, whoa. Oh, 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 my God. Did you ever get video of it? Sadly, no. I don't think we ever did. Oh, oh man. All right. Thanks, yeah, that Terry. would have been great. But... That's funny, man. That is funny. I, I I wish I did, but I'm glad I don't uh, have a dog that howls because I find that hilarious. It is hilarious. Our hunting yeah. dogs used to do that, so yeah. we had uh, you know uh, there would they uh, they would blow the uh, siren, the fire department at noon every day, oh, yeah, no. and, and they would go. It's so yeah. Funny until it's your dog. Until yeah. it's your dog. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, my dog no. did it. And, no, and, no, and, it's and, not. Yeah, and no, in fact, not. you can make him howl if you just howled to him. Oh, and no. it was, oh, I loved it. Whenever my friends came over, they're like, "Dude, make your dog howl." I'm like, "All right." Oh, 
And then he would be like, okay, I guess this is what we're doing right now. He was talking about listening <laughs> or, or watching Teletubbies. There are a number of shows that list that. And there, there was that uh, that album. We have the uh, the song Squeaky Deaky. Do you remember yeah. that? Squeaky Deaky. Mm-hmm. It was made for pets. Made for pets. Yep. Uh, Squeaky Deaky. Here's a text that says, my Jack Russell Terrier would duck every time we went under an overpass on the highway. <laughs> this is not the only text coming in that said this. Look at this one that just right uh, just right now, Preston. My dog ducks for bridges when we drive under the uh, under, under them, them in a car. Yeah, I've huh. never heard of that before. Okay. Wow. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to, yeah, I like this one. Uh, it's Scott. Hey, Scott, good morning. Good morning, Gagzooks. Gagzooks, what's up, buddy? No, I have a cat named Margaret. She's like, she's the sweetest cat in the world. If you're sitting in the room, same exact room where she is, and if you sneeze, she'll actually say, bless you. Not the words, bless you, but she'll go, meow, meow. (laughs) (laughs) Every time? Every time. Doesn't matter who it is. It could be anybody. That's hilarious. That's great. So I can engage in a full conversation with my cat, Mia, where... She'll she'll come in and say, and I'll 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 talk to her, and she will respond. She responds. She'll wait for me to stop, and it can go. Kathy, it can go on for like six, seven minutes, going back and forth. Where she's she'll look up, and and uh, it's just this weird thing. And she looks, she and a couple of my other cats, Hubert specifically as well, looks right into your eyes as they're talking to you. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, my kids will fake cry because when they do, Reggie comes over and consoles them. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, man, all right, so I got to send you this video. Uh, this is a video of Bill's dog who's walking up the steps backwards. Can wow. We, yeah. Sure enough. Let me see. Yeah. Can we post the case? Is uh, Bill okay with that? Uh, I don't, so it's... There's I, some porn in it. There's okay. some porn yeah. in it. No, <laughs> yeah. so um, it's on Facebook. How do I get this off of Facebook? Uh, I think you, you have to give it to Marissa. All right. Yep. Yeah. All right, let me, let me go to uh, Lisa. Hello there, Lisa. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. So you got, you have a dog that does a weird thing. Yes, I have a 13-year-old Border Collie mix, and I recently bought a little device called a tub shroom, as seen on Shark Tank, maybe, Casey knows it. (laughs) And he noticed it out of the blue and is obsessed with getting it out of the tub. I have to keep the bathroom door closed or he'll climb in there and try to pull it out of the tub. Uh, So so this is basically like a drain stop? It, it is, and it's kind of rounded on the top. It's made of silicone. Right. And he's obsessed with tennis balls usually, so I figured he mistake, was mistaking it for a tennis ball. But no, he just decides that's a dog toy too, and it just happens. Yeah. The there top. you go. My yep. dog. My dog. Uh, well, Chelsea will do the thing with with the tennis balls or the Kongs or whatever. Anything that has fur on it, she strips the fur off of the tennis balls, mm-hmm. and that's right. They won't chew the tennis ball, but it has to rip the fur off of it. Uh, let me. Yeah, I like this one. Uh, this is Chris. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Morning, Preston. Uh, thanks for bothering me at work. <laughs> <laughs> it is my distinct pleasure. What's up, man? Um, my son-in-law, Joe, has a little Westie. named name's Ziggy. And every time that the J.G. Wentworth commercial comes on, yes. he s- starts to sing along with it. The one that uh, where they do the opera, right? Yeah, the J.G. Wentworth. And the dog sings along. He'll sit there. He starts listening to it. He tilts his head, and then towards the end of the song, he leans his head back and starts howling like he's singing along with it. That's hilarious. It's like that wouldn't even that wouldn't. Yeah, why you did JG think that would trigger? Yeah, a dog to it, howl. And it's it's just that song. Nothing. No other commercials. No other songs. Just that song. I love it. Yeah, I they, love it. They, as Kathy nice. says, you know, it's a dog version or a cat version of OCD where they just get fixated on something. 
and yeah, eventually those behaviors can change, but they'll they'll go the distance for uh, for many. All right, let's go to uh, John next. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Great, man. Uh, tell us your story about this dog. We uh, I went to college in Millersville, and we had a uh, uh, we had a frat house, and we had a a big, a very purebred um, bulldog. Uh, his name was Winston. Anyway, invariably, as so many young men do, they would uh, very typically pop a porn in. Uh, we also had an air mattress in the living room in the TV room uh, that would, you know, guys would crash on the air mattress like it's no big deal. But whenever a porn came on, Winston would uh, would stare at it and then go over and sexually assault the air mattress. He got oh turned my on. God. Oh, my God. You're going to be my regular Saturday night thing, baby. Oh, yeah. He would chill his head like he actually understood the, the dialogue. Wow. I don't even understand the dialogue in a porn movie. Oh, my God. That's pretty That's pretty funny. He'd go, he'd go sexually assault the air mattress. You, you guys had to have loved that, John. Unbelievable. We got it, we never got him fixed, obviously. So he's very aggressive that way. So. That's funny. All do right, you thanks. do you uh, do you guys have uh, do, do your pets uh, uh, sexually violate anything in no, the house? No, no. neither yeah. of my dogs hump. Uh, yeah, so that's good. Chelsea does not either. Uh, but my neighbor's dog, Charlie uh, Anita, if you're listening, <laughs> I we were there to over their house to watch the Super Bowl yeah. one year. I forgot which one it was. I watched the dog bang a pillow <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> And, I mean, would not stop. It was cracking me up, and it never got old. Wow. It just, I just died laughing. Steve, in The Boys, the latest yeah, episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, he's sitting there with his, one of the characters has this big stuffed a pig, and she's like, oh, that's, I forgot the that's name of the That's the dogs. F-Pig. Yeah, that's Bruiser's F-Pig. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. My dogs hump each other, but we don't, we don't allow that. No, so no. They, yeah. They're, Stop that, you They're two. related. The lipstick never comes out of the case, so to speak. But yeah. well, there's, a lot uh, of, there's a lot of step, uh, step, uh, stepbrother, stepsister porn out there these days. <laughs> oh, weird my. stuff going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then my dog buried his face in the Preston's butthole the other day. Oh, my God. <laughs> we went to visit Casey to the shore. Oh, yeah. And uh, it wasn't Fozzie. It was uh, Reggie. It was Reggie. So I'm standing there. Reggie's a large yeah. dog. And I'm talking to Casey, and 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 I go, and Casey doesn't, he can't see it because the dog's yeah. behind me, and I'm facing Casey, and I'm like, apparently my ass is pretty tasty yeah. right now. I mean, I, I'm like, he's up in there. Wow. He wasn't just sniffing my ass. His nose was, I was getting was a rib job. Your salad. Yeah. I was getting a rib job from the dog. What and the- Casey's turning beet red laughing his ass off, which I would have been as well. It was hilarious. Man. I thought it was funny, too. What? So who told what? him that, Case? Uh, listen, uh, me. <laughs> What do you do though? Because like that happens all the time. Like dogs will come over and I mean assault they, your ass. They go right for the vagina. They, I mean, they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Let them ride it out. But I mean, like, it, but it, it's, seriously, it's a dog. Like, am I? I don't know. Do you groom down there with peanut butter by any chance? Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. It was pretty special. All right. Well, listen. Uh, oh wait, what does this text say? It says I just I, I've never heard of this before. I don't want to. I didn't want to text because I thought you wouldn't. You would think I was crazy, but. Uh, my cat, Bruce Banner, says, God bless you every time I and my husband sneeze. Every time. So just like the call. Yeah, yeah. So, meow, meow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. God bless you. Listen, uh, there's a lot of quirky things that uh, that pets will do, and That's it funny. certainly makes them uh, awesomely individual. So uh, we appreciate uh, sharing the, the stories. Uh, we need to take a break and come back in just a moment because uh, some more stories of the bizarre await you when we get back. Stay put. 
93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Mo Lauda and the Humble. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Here and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. Mo Lauda and the Humble, Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, round number two. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, this morning brought to you by Armor Metals and Recycling. Get cash today. If you need cash fast, bring a scrap and e-cycling to Armor Metals and Recycling. And then walk away with cash today. Located in Pensacola, New Jersey or at armormetalsrecycling.com. A former assistant at a well-known New York City investment bank sued her previous employer on Tuesday, alleging she was wrongfully terminated in August after complaining about walking in on one of her bosses, pleasuring himself in the conference room. Oh, God. In the conference room? She was fired. Oh. Logan Williams, a former member of the United States Coast Guard, filed the lawsuit against Marathon Capital in Manhattan Federal Court, claiming she endured a discriminatory and sexually hostile work environment during her one-year tenure. She claimed the firm's CEO, Ted Brandt, threatened to fire her for speaking out against the mistreatment and is seeking damages and a jury trial. Uh, the lawsuit states that Williams immediately saw women face discrimination after she joined uh, the group in July 9th, 2020, as an administrative assistant. Uh, she claims that, I think it was, it must have been July uh, uh, 2019. Right. She claims that uh, she endured sexist and hostile behavior from bosses, including being constantly yelled at, forced to listen to personal details of her boss's marriage, and told that she would be given a rough ride if she applied for another position. On one occasion, amid the coronavirus pandemic, Williams is told that people who work from home get fired. That's just an a-hole thing to yeah, say. Yeah, absolutely. Two weeks into the job, Williams alleges she walked into a conference room to find the company's former managing director and one of her supervisors, Chuck Hinckley, pleasuring himself at his computer. What? According to uh, the court documents, Mr. Hinckley... Hey, who, how are you? ...who had a look of shock on his face began to desperately attempt to push his penis back into his pants with his left hand. Oh. He was simultaneously moving his computer mouse with his right hand, <laughs> apparently in an effort to close whatever was open on the screen. The lawsuit states that after being caught, Hinkley didn't apologize and insisted Williams sit next to him for over an hour and discuss work material. Dear God. Even more troubling, he was watching an episode of Blossom. Williams texted multiple people about what she had seen, including two managing directors who failed to report the incident. The next morning, she reported the incident internally, but was told not to discuss the event, uh, a violation of the anti-discrimination laws, as well as the National Labor Retaliations Act. So the, this story goes on and on and on. It's like pages long. Right. That's just I think she's short, got a case. The short highlights, yeah. So um, uh, the conference room. Come on, man. The conference room. Maybe a private office with I a think locked so. door, but you know the conference or room, the cafeteria. Yeah, or cafeteria. Yeah, yeah. Can you just wait till you get home? No, that no. too. No. Sometimes is a particularly good episode of Blossom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. For 18 months, residents of a village in Wales have been mystified as to why their broadband internet crashed every morning. And now engineers have finally identified the reason. 
a secondhand television that emitted a signal that interfered with the connection. A team of engineers turned detectives have become heroes in the village of Aberhosen after finally finding the source of the problem. Staff had visited the village repeatedly and found no fault with the network. They replaced cables in the area to try to solve the problem, but to no avail. Then, local engineer Michael Jones nothing ca- on here. <laughs> called in assistance from experts at the OpenReach chief engineer team. After carrying out a plethora of tests, engineers had a theory that the problem could be caused by a phenomenon called single high-level impulse noise. Where's that sound coming from? In which an appliance emits electrical interference that impacts broadband connectivity. I think this happens at my house. Do you think so? Because you have a horrible signal. You have problems with your cell phones. and And internet, and we've had the experts. From from Comcast, from everywhere, yeah. coming and say, "Well, we need to put in a new Wi-Fi system. We need to do this." Blah blah blah. What the f- years have gone by? And yeah, still not having any. Difference. So that the repeater, the 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 the, the to everything we, to boost your power. We nothing. got those. We got those little plug-ins all yeah. around the house. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, boosters. Everything. So anyway, engineers use a device called a spectrum analyzer. That's what I need. Somebody bring a spectrum the f- is that? analyzer over to my house. And walk up and down the village in the torrential rain at 6 a.m. to see why, to see if they can locate an electrical noise. And at 7 a.m., like clockwork, the device picked up a large burst of electrical interference in the village. The source of the electrical noise was traced to a property in the village. It turned out that at 7 a.m. every morning, the occupant would switch on their old TV, which would in turn knock out broadband for the entire village. Shut it down. It's amazing that they found it. Maybe you need to get one of these things. Jones said that the resident was mortified by the news and immediately agreed to switch it off and not use it again. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> since the old TV was retired, uh, there have been no more problems with the connection. There you go. Uh, company's chief Once en- they euthanized that guy, it's, it, was, it all worked. The company's chief engineer said that this, is the kind of pr- this problem is more common than people think. Even microwaves can reduce Wi-Fi signals. That I knew, yes. Yeah. All right. And that's it. We got to wrap. Oh, oh, gotta wrap oh, it up. Yeah, there you go. Tune in tomorrow. You'll just have to tune in to tomorrow. <laughs> Same bat time. All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back in just a moment because we'll have a lesson question from today's show. Trash and music news up as well. We'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to mention today's, we're going to ask uh, today's lesson question. We're going to look for a correct answer. And the winner is going to get a $60 Metro Diner gift card. Uh, so let's uh, let's deep, dig deep into our memory banks and see if you can remember from this morning, which part of his mouth is Dave McCary, who may or may not have married Emma Stone, known for? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. At least Casey knows him for this. Which part of his mouth is Dave McCary, who may or may not be married to Emma Stone, known for? 215-263-WMMR. We'll do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's see what stories we get today. What's going on, Steve? Yes, Kim Cattrall saying she has no regrets over feuding with her ex-Sex in the City co-star Sarah Jessica Parker over the years. Cattrall says the two were able to make comedic hay from the friction until Parker began to eat that hay. Oh, my God. (laughs) Cake boss Buddy Velastro on the mend after getting his hand caught in a ball-returning device during a bowling party. 
Velasco says the whole incident would have been a disaster had he not discovered a bowling phenom who happens to be Amish. What? It's amazing. And finally, reality star Kristen Cavallari, as we said earlier, claiming there was absolutely not a scandal that led to her divorce from Jay Cutler. Cavallari says the two simply started growing apart after she began raising baby chicks. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For Kathy. Right. That's yeah. Hollywood trash. Who's decided to just join us? Uh, how's the car doing now? It's okay. Okay. She, I think uh, I got it. She put on mag wheels now during oh, this break. Oh, yeah. cool. Now she's doing <laughs> she upgrades. Figured, yeah, since she was doing all that work. Mm-hmm. No, I think I, I think I got everything. Although I did find a whole new pu- uh, puddle that was there that oh, I didn't no. see the first two times I went down. <laughs> Kathy dumped a gallon of coffee in her car this morning. Jesus. All right, uh, I'm going to go to the phone and see if we can get an answer to the question. And uh, which part of his mouth is Dave McCary? who may or may not have married Emma Stone, known for, and I will go to Jim. Hey, Jim, good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? Yo, buddy. All right, so what uh, part of his mouth is Dave McCary known for? His sexy gums. His gums. gums. (laughs) Hang on, Jim. (laughs) We're going to get your info. We're going to give you a $60 Metro Diner gift card celebrating Chicken National Chicken Month. Oh, my God. Uh, this September, and the chicken experts in neighborhood Metro Diner have added meaty, boneless, and traditional wings to their menus, along with the latest game day pick packs that will uh, feed the whole squad for the sports season. Available for takeout or delivery, and you can order online at MetroDiner.com. Man, did we miss a big birthday today. What? Nick, I am so glad what? you made me aware of this. I had no idea. Yeah, and I think, was it? Did we meet him the next day, I think, a year? Yeah. Yeah, we did. The following day after his his introduction, it's Gritty's birthday. Whoa! Or at least, according to Wikipedia, he was first seen September 24th, 2018. Now, I don't know when the Flyers celebrate his birthday, because Gritty is quite active on social media. So I don't know if they uh, have put anything out as of yet or not, but if it is indeed... Gritty's birthday. We wish him a fond one. Yeah, he uh, was, because he debuted and he was in our studio the next day. He he won us over within a day because yeah. we first saw the pictures. We're like, no, no, this is stupid. Well, it was a video. What are they doing? It was chilling. He was yeah. lit from below. You never light anybody from below. And then he came in and we're like, all right, I get it. He's yeah. great. I love him. He's fantastic. <laughs> and the stuff they do with with that he does on social media is hilarious. You know what I think it was? is I, At first, I was like, I don't know about this because I'm a fanatic guy, right? Yeah. Well, guess what? You're allowed to be both, all right? But yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't until nationally people started making fun of him that I was like, oh, no, you didn't. You know? You got to. It's like I you can't make fun of me. I can make fun of me, but you can't make fun of me. Wait a minute. He's been around for two years. I'm sorry. Aww. Yeah, he turns two today. Yeah, here's his uh, here is his uh, post. He said, uh, the day is finally here, a day that will forever live in infamy, my birthday. You may be thinking, I can't believe Gritty's only been around for two years. I don't even remember life without Gritty. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. But this year, instead of presents and praise, I have uh, but one small request. Roast me. I'm honoring myself the only way 2020 would want me to and requesting I get roasted like the 20-pound turkey at your Aunt Carol's Thanksgiving buffet. Michael Scott once said, we only roast the ones we love, so I ask that you open your hearts and get creative. There's so much for you to choose from. My athletic prowess, my incredible eyebrows, perfectly manicured fur. Bring it. Today, I am the Icarus that flew too close to the sun, unafraid of how your roasts may affect me. P.S. Join me tonight at 7 on Twitter and Instagram for my live roast birthday party. 
happy oh. roasting, and happy birthday to me. So that's from Very me. nice. Yep. Very yeah. eloquent, too. Yeah. So I can't do that because tonight I'm doing the virtual uh, black tie gay bingo tonight. Uh, through the oh. AIDS fund. So I, I wanted to mention that, that I'm doing that, and that, uh, you know, the AIDS walk is coming up. It's uh, uh, virtual this year. So if you are going to, uh, if you wanted to participate, you can sort of participate on your own and also go to AIDSFundPhilly.com uh, if you want to, you know, make any sort of donation. Are you, you're participating in I'm it? participating. I hope I'm not hosting because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So, okay. Uh, well, you'll find out. <laughs> no, and it, by the way, it's AIDSFunPhilly.org, not not dot com. All right. Okay. Yeah. And gay bingo is awesome. It is so great. It, it's a blast. I I failed to get a black tie though. Um, I'm at home, so do, I don't. Your call. Maybe, maybe just get a, a tie on. Tie. That's yeah. it. Right. I don't have to have a tuxedo. Okay. Yep. You should right, be good. good. All right. Uh, music news time. Here we go. No. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Oh, God, I love you. All right, we're going to start with um, some news about Deftones. Lead singer Chino Moreno says that being isolated in his new home in Montana after living in Los Angeles for so long made its way into the lyrics of the band's new album. This kind of went the the other way that I thought it was going to go when I first read the the start to this article. Uh, the album's called Ohms. It will be released on uh, Friday, September twenty fifth. So this Friday, Ohms is an O H M S, correct? And he told is in the you know measure yeah. of, of electrical power. Uh, he told Grammy dot com, uh, I'd go out to the mountains by myself and I'd hang out, and I like that at first. <laughs> But there was no balance there. At some point, I started to long for connection and conversations and just being a part of society again. And so a lot of that stuff made its way into the lyrical content of the record. Usually you hear somebody say, oh, it's so freeing. It's, 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 you know. Oh, why have I waited so long? Yeah, he's... Uh, it stinks! Yeah, that's exactly... Maybe that... ...will make it into the album. I don't know. Uh, but uh, Ohms follows up uh, Deftone's previous studio album, Gore which was released in 2016. Mike Shinoda took to social media to share an unboxing video for the 20th anniversary Super Deluxe box set uh, edition of Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory. As Mike was opening the box, he told fans, whew, look at that. Very exciting. <laughs> Have you ever uh, watched unboxing videos? Um, yeah, but I don't make it a regular thing. Yeah. I, I've, I've seen... Yeah, like a product unboxing, not not like a, a special edition yeah. uh, thing. Uh, it's usually like uh, some piece of tech that I want to find out how to use. Yep, yep. And so that's those are the ones. Do you watch them? Oh, yeah, a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he also gave a shout-out to Frank Maddox, who did the artwork for the album. He explained uh, the expanded version of the album is due out on October 9th. Radiohead singer Tom York and Italian actress Dejana Concione. Uh, I guess, how would you pronounce D-A-J-A-N-A? Dejana? Yeah. Well, I don't know. It, it really kind of depends on where she's from. Dejana. Because, uh... Dejana. <laughs> hey, Dejana! <laughs> we were talking... Uh, where are you from, Italy? Uh, well, we were talking last... Uh, maybe earlier this week how the um, the J was com- it was pronounced as an X somewhere, right? Dejana? Yeah. 
Yeah, the, uh, that county where San Antonio is, mm-hmm. is Bears. Right, Bear it says, I'm sorry to interrupt, Nick. It says Italian actress here, but on Wikipedia it says uh, I, Serbian tennis player. I think I brought up the wrong lady. <laughs> Last name is what? It says here she meddled in Taekwondo. <laughs> yeah. Rancione. Yeah, okay. okay. And she was also in uh, <laughs> the Lake House. Radonovich is who he brought up. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah, different one. No, you brought up, uh, well, okay, yeah. Okay. All right, so no, then it just takes you to Tom York. Okay. Anyhow, Tom uh, York. Both of them are connected to Tom York. Billboard reports that the wedding ceremony took place in uh, Roncioni's native Sicily. There you go. This at, is my mother. At the uh, Via Valgarnera. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> Bagaheria. Uh, the entire radio headband <laughs> were among the 120 guests in attendance, and guests followed protocol. Uh, for COVID-19. I'm with a band called Radiohead. A lot of people would want to know that information. <laughs> the couple's photographer, Greg Williams, shared a couple post-wedding photos on his Instagram account. Uh, they have been dating since 2017. But then your daughter would lose a father instead of gaining a husband. Uh, Rancioni had starred with York in his 2019 Netflix short film called uh, Anima. Not Anima. Anima. <laughs> Before you even Anima. go. Um, Corey Taylor, what's this movie about? It's about an animal. Squirt stuff yeah. in your butt. Corey Taylor debuted his new single, Culture Head, during last night's broadcast of WWE NXT. Uh, his new solo album, CMFT, drops worldwide. ASAP. On, uh, October 22nd. Freaking great. Freaking awesome, man. Freaking ASAP, FCT, PPT. Yeah, you know me. BBDA. Yeah, he's done that. <laughs> Duh. Duh. Uh, CMFT must be stopped, and Black Eyes Blue are the uh, two singles. Yeah. It's a freaking enema, man. <laughs> Five Finger Death Punch will release her greatest hits album, A Decade of Destruction, Volume <laughs> 2, next month. The digital and CD versions of the 17-track collection will be released on October 9th and will be followed by a double LP vinyl edition on November 20th, by the way. Duh. <laughs> One last thing. Sean Lennon, this sounds pretty cool, will be interviewing Paul McCartney, Elton John, and his half-brother Julian Lennon for a BBC radio special commemorating what would have been his father's 80th birthday. Uh, Rolling Stone reported the John Lennon at 80 radio show will be broadcast in two 60-minute installments on October 3rd and 4th on BBC Radio 2. I wonder, well, I assume then, Sean and Julian are... I think they're friendly. Friendly, that'd be great. I'd, I'd love to think that. McCartney will discuss his friendship and partnership with Lennon and perform a bit of the early, unreleased Lennon-McCartney original called Just Fun. Uh, Elton's segment has him recalling biking eight miles in 1967 to purchase the Beatles' Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album. And according to the show's synopsis, both... Both Lennon's sons recall time spent in the studio at different points in John's solo career. Julian during the making of the Walls and Bridges album in 1974, and Sean during the recording of Double Fantasy shortly before John's death in December of 1980. They chat warmly about their memories of growing up as John Lennon's son and how that reflected on their own musical careers. I'd love to see that. Yeah, enough time passes, and you put things behind you and you move on. I would hope so. And that's what I have in music news. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second and wrap it up with a letter today. Word of the week prize and find out whatever Brent Porsche has in his magic bag of tricks for you. We'll be right back. 
93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Mo Lauda and the Humble. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Here and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. Mo Lauda and the Humble, Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We're wrapping up our program for today. Yeah. Once again, I thank you, listeners of the Preston and Steve Show, WMMR uh, fanatics, for uh, calling in, being part of today's program. It's so much fun. Yeah, we had uh, we had some great conversations with some great stories uh, from you know spilling a five gallon bucket of minnows in your car uh, to your dog humping various things. Uh, very enjoyable today. No guests, but uh, don't will, need them. We will have some fun with uh, more people on the show in the very near future. Uh, we do have someone who sauntered into the studio. And that is uh, Brent Porsche. Yes. Good morning, everybody. Morning. How are you doing today, I'm man? I'm doing well, thanks. Happy Thursday. Same to you. You got a couple days left yep. in this midday shift. Yeah, I do believe Pierre will be back on Monday. I know he likes to do his wraparound, but since he took the two weeks this time around, I think I think he'll be back on Monday. I'm not you scheduled. It'd so. be a nice celebration as you shave your beard on there when he comes back. <laughs> What's it like filling those big shoes for a couple weeks? Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's crazy, believe it or not. I, I mean, I barely have a chance to go to the bathroom. I barely have a chance to drink some water. Like, it's like I'm constantly answering phones. <laughs> he I'm does a lot. Yeah. You know, on the texter and playing songs and talking and all that kind of stuff. I absolutely love it. It's a complete blur. Yeah. But I love every single minute of it. And it sounds like the listeners are enjoying it too, man. Yeah, that's why, you know, that's why every now and then you'll hear Pierre just crack the mic and go, oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's gotten, oh, yeah. it's gotten away from him. Yeah. And I get it. And I get why he has Pancake. And, I, you know, Pancake's yeah. a savior. You yeah. know, I try to not use him because Pierre has him doing other stuff while he's out and gone. Um, but I understand why he has Pancake. He has extra eyes, extra ears, extra hands on everything. <laughs> the best thing in the world is to walk by the studio and hear, God damn it, bitch. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you hear, 93.3. He can flip that switch, man. Go, of, of turning into Mr. Cool Collect, because we all have stressful moments. Yeah. When the mic isn't on, something's going wrong, and you vent, and then he hits that mic, and then here comes Silky Pierre. <laughs> it's so funny. I love it. One of my greatest memories will always be of talking about spilling coffee, Pierre, with yeah. tons of paper. I just walked by, there are tons of paper towels <laughs> on the floor, and, and coffee spilling over the counter, and he just walked by, and he goes, Oh, dear. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the best. All right, Brent, let's get a letter. Let's go. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. The letter E as in egg rolls. All right, and one more to go, and then we give away a 10 vinyl album set, including recent releases from Pearl Jam, Metallica, and a signed copy of The Struts, Young and Dangerous, in honor of Record Store Day. Now, this year, Record Store Day... No, I'm hydrating! Nope, wrong. Go with it. ...is being celebrated properly distanced through a series of Record Store Day drops. And Saturday is the second one of three designated dates. The third one is coming on October 24th. And you support your local record store 
this coming Saturday. Uh, what wonderful things are in store for today's show, ma'am? So today is the 29th anniversary of Blood Sugar Sex Magic from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So we're going to be highlighting that in the block. It's also the uh, 29th anniversary of Nirvana's Nevermind. So we're going to be playing some songs from that as well. Neil Young in block form coming up at noon and Slash and Miles with some cool live stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Brent. And I want to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve. Program today has been brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors. Also brought to you by uh, Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Tomorrow, Friday, we are going to end in fine form. Well, isn't today basically Friday? <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Right, right now it is. It, it, it is now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, for the actual Friday tomorrow, we'll have on our program Tom Hanks, Jennifer Aniston, George Clooney. Oh, my God. And I was lying about all that. We don't yeah. have any. <laughs> so, uh, it'll be fun, though. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. and Steve. Love you. Hate you. Live. I'm not going to say the business name, but I had a Oreo milkshake and it was lemon Oreos, like fake ass Oreos. So now I got a real Oreo milkshake. That's what a real Oreo milkshake should taste like. Next message. Just want to give a belated happy anniversary to my nephew CJ and his lovely wife Tiff. Hope everything's going good. Love you guys. Next message. Matt from Reading is right. The traffic is so goddamn awful. These people don't know how to drive. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.